0: Hey it's Friday. Bonus episode Friday from the far end of the bench. Jimmy Pilato, Nico Bryant, and our special guests this week for the March Madness bonus episode, Jeremy Fear and Jonah Starr. And we go way in depth into the college basketball March Madness tournament, all the way through the round of 64, and then we kind of speed up up until we get to our final four matchups. And you know, there's great insight. Jonah and Jeremy are huge basketball fans. Nico carries me through our podcast and I feel like I did okay. Um, but we, we have some pretty interesting opinions, and not everybody picked the same teams. So there's plenty of great stuff to listen to for this episode. Uh, for our regular content, Wednesdays on the Unhinged Sports Network, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern, follow the podcast at feotb Pod. Subscribe on podcasting platforms. Leave a rating and a review. That's the best way to help the podcast. Um, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Far Under the Bench. Ring the notification bell. That's uh, that's probably enough. I've we've been talking for a lo- a long time, but you know, Jeremy, you got a good line for the tournament, right? Uh, and it involves the GC GCU Lopes.
1: I was gonna say the GCU Lopes, but I was gonna also gonna say this: um, is it that time of the year? And it's no, it's not Toyota Thon. Well, it is March Madness, baby,
2: Jeremy. We're- Lopes are going to cover 100. Lopes cover. I went minus 14 and a half. I, didn't, I didn't see Indiana's name on the bracket, John. Did you see it? No. Yeah, Indiana's, Indiana's name wasn't on the bracket, was it, Jared? Look, I'm just
1: happy we're having March Madness this year. I'm super excited to have you guys. Let's get into March Madness.
2: a couple beautiful
0: girls tell me break down run lie Well we might as well just say that we're a twice a week podcast at this point because the far end of the bench has a third bonus episode in, in a row Friday afternoon on the Unhinged Sports Network but it's a little bit more crowded than we are used to Jeremy our original bench warmer is back and we actually have a first time guest as well. Nico's college roommate or uh, we basically grew up play we played sports with him all through growing up.
2: I've known Jonas since I was in the preschool. Yeah, It really goes way way back man. Like we said it's it's a fun episode. It is my favorite time of the year with March Madness all the way back. We haven't had this in 2 years and we're finally back with this and man I'm fired up to have both of y'all on.
0: Yeah, Jonah Starr is our our first-time guest. So, Jonah, you can go ahead and introduce yourself first, and then we'll give Jeremy a chance to to reintroduce himself.
3: Yeah, thank you, guys. I'm glad to be joining you on the bench here today. Um, Yeah, like like he introduced me, I've known Nico since I could walk in preschool together, and uh, Jimmy I also played football with a long time as well in high school. So I'm excited to talk sports with you guys and let you know about my lopes and get this March Madness going. What's
1: going on, guys? Uh, you know, the original OG bench warmer here, Jeremy, uh, who was recently on the will, will be on the Masters podcast, um, but also loved the segment we did back in the fall, or in the winter, I should say, on the Bowl Mania. That was awesome. This that was gonna a good be, time.
2: It's going to be basically the same type of format where we go through everything. Yeah. So yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> so,
1: But, that, yeah, so happy to be back on. Thanks. Thank you guys for having me on, and uh, looking forward to the episode.
0: Yeah, we, we have plenty of actual sports to get to, uh like just games to get to because we're starting with the round of 64 and nico said we're gonna go all the way through like we did for bowl season uh but you guys heard on episode 32 nico's reaction to gcu with their first conference tournament win jonah what was your reaction when you got to see the lopes finally win the whack
3: man i was ecstatic i remember being so nervous um i wouldn't let anybody watch that game with me i was actually in my basement by myself um, I, I made my dad go upstairs, made my girlfriend go upstairs. Wouldn't watch it with Nico, wouldn't watch it with anyone. Had to make sure uh, the Lopes win. I'm superstitious, so.
2: Jonah's very, very stitious. Were Were either of you part of the Havocs when you were at GCU? Oh, 100%. Big time. I hated waiting in that line more than anything. Jonah, we would we would sometimes sit through lines, or we try to make our way, cheat our way to the front, so we'd get better seats, but Jonah is definition of a havoc. I'll tell you. Hours what. worth
3: of waiting, but it was well worth it.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I can picture you guys. Nico, you paint your belly purple? No, no, Hell no, no hell nothing. No. I
2: almost did <laughs> a crowd surfing once though. So. Yeah, Jonah, that one I do I remember did, that. I did have one of the Havocs leader because they do a uh, like a Mario Kart thing where it's the fastest crowd surf to Whoever can get to the top, yeah. and I was selected as one of them. And I remember telling Jonah, "There's no way in hell I'm doing this because I'm I'm not because half of those girls are not going to be able to hold me up." Yeah, and that's I, why I, I said Jonah should do it.
0: I was gonna but, say I'm out. I'm out. Just right off the bat, I don't think any, uh, unless I'm at the Arnold Classic, maybe that's the crowd that I could crowd surf at. Other than that, nobody's ca- picking up my big yeah, exactly. ass all the way up there.
3: Uh, in all seriousness, I just think the Havocs is such a unique experience, and I think a GCU basketball game it should be something everybody wants to attend, in my opinion. Oh, I'd skip that game, right? now. <laughs> <right away.
2: laughs> I'd skip going to any Indiana games too, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was I, good all. I get enough
0: Indiana basketball from Hoosiers, but uh, yeah. I'm hoping
2: sometime for the podcast we get to go to a GCU basketball game. Oh, if, if yeah. when, when we when we get a chance to go down AZ, I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll we'll try to get into one.
3: You know, Nick, I was actually looking at the bracket earlier, and it do, it doesn't seem like Indiana's on there. Is oh, there yeah. is there something they,
2: they, wrong? They with got their ass kicked by Rutgers. Or <laughs> it, today right?
3: was
1: they should throw a parade in Bloomington for the firing of Archie Miller. Thank the Lord. Um, unlike my Hoosier football team, who has a bright upside potential, but the basketball team is. So bad. Indiana officially football. So bad. Officially football school. <laughs> Market. <it. laughs> Write it down. Tweet it, it.
0: There is a guy I think in all American from Indiana in the wrestling tournament. So there's, there's there that we too. go. There we go. Indiana Big Ten wrestling elite. A, a football wrestling school. There we go. That's true. There we go. All right. Let's. Uh, we've we've kind of bullshitted long enough. Let's start getting into the round of 64, and that starts off. We'll we'll go. We'll start with the West. So Gonzaga and Norfolk or Appalachian State. How does how does that work? It was the, it's
2: the first four, so they play on Thursday. Okay. Uh, and the winner of that will play Gonzaga. I believe it's on Saturday.
0: So uh, North Folk or App- Appalachian
2: State, who do, who's going to be? The, does it really matter? Well. <laughs> the, the, does it really matter? They're just happy to be there, to be honest. <laughs> does it really matter? <laughs> I, I, I think probably Appalachian State because I think they, they've, they've done a little bit more. I, I have seen them come up on a few of my TV screens now and then. What? But, like. I don't. I don't know. Like I, am I, not. I can't. I mean, we we can go down the line and start the pickup now. Yeah. But like, I was. Well, I was, that's very, what I was thinking.
0: I
1: wanted to say one thing before we start firing away on the picks, real quick. Um, this year for the March Madness, obviously being back for the you know two years that where the year was gone, um, this is a different year than any March Madness we've had because of the location. It's all in Indianapolis. They're playing in multiple event or arenas in in and around Indianapolis and the Indiana area. Um, so, I th- I've heard I've read a lot about that the reality of that there could be a lot more upsets than usual because not that I'm going to make a comparison to this but you saw there was a lot of more I mean the fluke Nuggets how they made the West Western oh, Conference Finals oh, in oh, the no, coming so, in hot. so, coming so in. this like,
2: might be Jeremy's last it's, it's, S- episode of the
0: podcast. Oh. so
1: the fluke heat fluke heat team that made the I mean we did make the finals I'm just saying I'm just saying but anyway no I'm just busting your balls yeah. but honestly. I think that because of the, everybody's in one location rather than normally how March Madness is like you know in Spokane and you know L. A. and then they have Kansas City and then the East Coast. This is gonna be different. Where, you know, if you're eliminated, you're gone. You're out. Of, you're bye bye. Go home. Bubble. But if you're in there and you keep winning, you keep you know, advance the next weekend. You're gonna keep playing in Indianapolis, which is pretty interesting.
3: Yeah, it was too bad you graduated last year. This would have been a sick year to be down there.
1: Yeah, I know. It would have been great, but, um, you know, excited for the tournament. So, that's just something I wanted to bring your guys' attention. That's uh, a little
3: different this year. Yeah, and the bubble
0: is going to be different than the way the NBA bubble was because it's a one-game elimination. So, you're not necessarily going there and expecting to be there for a full seven-game series. You, you so, have so, an overnight bag packed every single day that you're there because if you go out and, and shit the bed, for lack of a better phrase, in the, in the first or second round, bye bye it's you're, you're going and home.
2: You're there five days or you're there for 20, 20 days or something yeah. along yeah. those lines. You,
0: you want to be there for 20, but don't plan on it. There's going to be a lot of teams that are thinking they're there for the long haul that I think are going to be sent home a little bit sooner. Uh, let's, start, let's start the picks. So round of 64 in the West, Gonzaga and, and one of the first four games. Everybody going to Gonzaga? Do we have an
2: yes. outliner? Con- Consensus. I, I think
1: I don't see a Virginia two happening. So no.
2: Especially, I mean, there, there's possibility, but not here. I don't think. I don't think this is the one team that. No, Especially what, is what Jalen Suggs is, excuse me, has done this year. True. Like Gonzaga, like they're the number one team in the country for a reason. Yeah.
0: You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but Gonzaga normally has like the older. They're not a lot of the one and done guys. Their yeah, program is, is very. Their, the senior leadership in their program is such that the one the first-round upset normally doesn't happen with a team like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. Suggs, Suggs is the outlier because he's a freshman this year. He'll probably be in the NBA draft next year. Um, but, like, besides that, they have a bunch of guys that have, that have experience in this tournament. Gonzaga
1: is the consensus overall number one seed. So, for Jimmy, for to put in perspective, there's four number one seeds, yeah. and they rank them. Gonzaga is the number one number one seed, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, got so I
0: think Gonzaga, hundred percent. All right, so everybody has Gonzaga for their first round win. Next up, Oklahoma, Missouri. I think the nine—it's a nine-eight matchup—and this is where we can kind of start having a little bit more debates. I think on the picks, I'll go ahead and start since I'm the the resident. I'm the I'm the Make a Wish kid on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Make a Wish uh, contribution. I'm going Oklahoma, and I think. I have for for these kinds of games where there's a likely upset, I try and play the, per, the percentages more. And I see the Sooners beating Missouri more than I see uh, Missouri upsetting Oklahoma. So I went Oklahoma against Missouri in the first round.
1: Uh, I'm going to agree with you, Jimmy. Um, I think, honestly, Oklahoma is playing in a tough Big 12 conference this year. Um, I will say, um, while I think they have one one win, they, or they have, I'm sorry, they, have, they should get one win in the tournament. I don't think they're going to go any farther than that. Um, they lost four of the last five games they played in um, and including um, the in the to Kansas in the big 12 tournament they did play in a tough conference but they were kind of the punching bag of the big 12 in the sense that they were in it sometimes and then they were getting beat so they have um, what what's that guy's name who's a really good uh, Austin Reavers. Reavers yeah. no, no the number 12 he's a good player senior so I can see him playing well in the first game but
3: I can't see him being in Zagas I I'm going with the Boomer Sooners as well. Um, I have a bad feeling Jeremy's going to be taking all my takes the whole night, but um, <laughs> I agree with everything he said, everything he said and Oklahoma, Oklahoma was ranked near top 15 one point during the year, and like Joe said, they're in a strong conference, and I think they'll get the job done.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with the, the panel here. Oklahoma's battle-tested. Mizzou, the SEC, is not – they're not. I mean, yes, they had a good year, decently, but they've had some surprise teams. But top to the bottom, Big 12, I think, is the top one of the top two conferences in the country. And Oklahoma, Kansas is no joke, no either, mm-hmm. and they just ran into a good team in Kansas in the Big 12 tournament. So I'm gonna go Oklahoma here as well.
0: Yeah, when you see that kind of competition during the regular season, it gets you ready for postseason play. Um. So, I think that's everybody going to Oklahoma for that one. Yep. I think next Jimmy's
3: th- going to go with Oklahoma because his dog's named Boomer. Is that true, Jim?
0: Well, that's that's not the reason his name is Boomer. I'm not an <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> fan. He's, he's Boomer for Boomer Esiason, if you guys are
2: aware of who that but is. Bengals, Bengals, fans <laughs> out the there. The last
0: Bengals quarterback to win a playoff game. Yeah, 1991. Oh, Thanks. my J- God. Jimmy's
2: next dog will be named Burrow. Don't worry. <laughs> hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Uh, Burrow. Next next game up on the pick 'em: Creighton and Cal State-Berkeley, I think, USCB. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. that sounds right. Santa, yeah. so, UC, no, uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Okay, yeah. Santa Barbara. UC, the, Santa guan-chos. Barbara. the
2: Guanchos. The yeah. <laughs> One of the best, best names in the bracket. That's
0: where the March Madness bracket is a lot better than the other postseasons is you get to see all the wacky mascots. Oh, all yeah. All the wacky ones, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Creighton and uh, Santa Barbara. I'm going Creighton. Just because I think this is not a 12-5 upset I see happening. I haven't heard anything out of Santa Barbara. They're not somebody that's a a mid-major that I've been told to kind of keep an eye out for. And I'm going to go with Creighton, who is – I think they got upset. I mean, obviously they got upset in the Big East final, but they were still playing pretty well leading up to that. They still got to the conference final. So I'm going Creighton over uh, Santa Barbara.
1: So this is – I think this is an upset. I think this is the upset – uh the first upset of the tournament or as far as this as we're talking for me um ucsb uh nico and i have watched a lot of college basketball over the past couple days and i will i will admit ucsb is a fun team to watch they can score they put up points they put up up points they run up and down the floor the reason why i'm a little hesitant on creighton is because i feel like they're on more on the decline um teams like oklahoma virginia tech clemson creighton those are the teams I, I'm skeptical on. They did, they did make it to the Big East final, but um, I just think that you know, it, it, when it's tourney time and it's a 5-12 game, um, you know, you want to pick that five seed. But I've too many times I've tried to pick that five seed, and I've gotten you know bit in the butt. So I'm going with uh, the Wancho's.
3: I concur with Jerry. I actually am going to go with the upset as well, and I like the high flying. They're a high flying team. They play good defense, and believe it or not. Uh, the Big West champs are actually 18-1 and one in their last 19 games.
2: Yeah, Interesting. You, you, you be, look, I'm going to go with the upset too. Jimmy's on the island here with Creighton. But it's going to be
0: funny when I'm the only <laughs> the one. The only, only <laughs> That's one, right. Right. That's yeah. right.
2: But with Creighton, the thing that just worried me so much was ha- ha- what Georgetown did to them. Georgetown, like I said, going to that Big East tournament, Georgetown is not a tournament team right away. And what they were able to do, make that big run and smack them in the Big East championship, that gave me such a cause for concern. Throw on top of that the uh, allegations that that the head coach had at the beginning of the Big East tournament, where he had to miss a game because of racial slurs and all that. I think Creighton has too many backdoor things that that they're worried about, not necessarily looking at this tournament. So that's why I think they fall asleep here, and the U C S B takes this one. All
0: right, I'll be the I'll be the island pick on that one. I'm I'm going Creighton. Everybody else is with U C Santa Barbara. Next game down in the West Division: Virginia and Ohio, thirteen-four matchup. Uh, Virginia is still technically the lineal uh, national champion since there was no tournament last year. We, Nico and I say that a lot since we're boxing fans. They're the lineal champion. Uh, I'm going Cavaliers over the Bobcats. I think they're, they're still going to be out to prove something. I still think they're a little bit embarrassed by their first round exit a couple years ago. That has to stick with you for a couple years. And even though you won a championship the season after, I still think that they've they're got it in their mind they want to go far. So I'm going Virginia over Ohio.
1: Um, <clears throat> I'm going to – uh, this is a toss-up game for me. I'm not going to steal Jonah's stats because I know he's going to talk about them in a minute. But um, here's my question to the listeners. Which Virginia team are we going to get? Are we going to get the Virginia team that was unbelievable and won the national title? Or are we going to get the Virginia team that got bounced first round being the first ever number one seed to lose? Um, the whole quarantine thing, I know Jonah will go more into depth of that. That scares me. I still think Virginia gets it done. They're too tough. Um, and they're they're just, they're just well-known. They have a great coach. They play great D. I think Ohio is an exciting team, but I will say, I know Jonah doesn't have this stat, um, Ohio is 9-1 in the last 10 games against the spread. So hammer the Bobcats in the spread.
3: That's good, Jerry. I'm not much of a better, so I'm glad you covered that for me. Like Jer said, uh, Virginia uh, had to pull out of their ACC tournament because of COVID. Uh, that worries me a little bit because I think – Maybe that'll disrupt some of the rhythm or uh, the process transitioning to the tournament. But at the end of the day, even though Ohio is a really good team with Jason Preston as their main dog, um, I really like the defending champs since we didn't have a tournament last year. I, I believe they're the defending champs, right? Yeah, the defending champs. The leading so, champs, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Virginia Cavaliers.
2: I'm going to go Virginia here too, but like I said, I think this is going to be a game that you're going to like a lot to watch. Ohio, Ohio has one of the best Stories of the tournament, if you don't remember, they had that walk-on player at the beginning of the year that dropped, I think it was 30, 35, yeah. on those. Yeah. Dude had no offers, was a zero-star recruit, um, and has been balling out for them. I think it's it's the player that Jonah named. What was his name? Jason Preston. Preston, yeah. Preston, that's Preston, right. So, yeah. um, but Ohio, Ohio is just, they're running to Virginia. That's where, that's where I'm still worried about Virginia, like Jonah said, the quarantine how are they going to respond to that after being able to sit in your hotel room for X amount of days? That's, that's, a lot of, that's the thing that a lot of these teams are going to have to worry about. How are they going to be able to – because like I, I remember listening to Luca Garza after they released the bracket. He was saying that the national tournament is a lot different than the Big Ten tournament. The Big Ten tournament, they could walk outside and be in their little hotel area. Mm-hmm. But here, they're, they're expected to stay in their rooms and be isolated and not have any outside contact. So that's where I think this could play into a factor with a lot of these teams. But I'm going to go with Virginia, um, linear champs. I think they get out of the first round.
3: Don't sleep on Ohio, though. J- Jason, whatever his name is, Jason, he looks oh, yeah. like LaMelo Ball, and a lot of people think he'll go to the league. So
0: I think the, the mental toughness is going to be something that you can't expect for this year, but it's going to be one of the main factors that we see carry teams down the stretch. Uh, the next first four game, uh, USC – uh, against Wichita, is that Wichita State or I say, yep. Wichita State or Drake? Mm-hmm. Drake, yep. So. Uh. Are we going – is anybody going upset so that we can decide which of those two teams are going to be in it, or is everybody going with a six-seed USC? I'm going USC. I'll, I'll just say that.
1: Um, I have the upset.
0: Um, uh, sorry, Will.
1: Uh, I'm, not, I'm going against Drake on this one. Um, Shout out, Will. How Um I'm going with Shaw State. Wichita State is a dangerous team. They are always well – they're really good in the tournament. Um, they play in the um, American Conference – um, they used to they used to play. Fun fact: They used to play in Drake's conference, which was the Missouri Valley. Um, they have some tough losses. I mean, they they're battle tested. Lost by three to Oklahoma State. They lost by ten to Missouri. Uh, they played Oral Roberts. They beat them, who's a tournament team. They lost by seven Houston, who's a two seed. They beat Cincinnati, who was in the um, American Championship game. They they got beat by them, but they beat them as well. So there's some, and they also. I'm sorry, down the road, they also did beat Houston by five. So, um, they're a battle tested team. They got a, they have an, um, interim coach. I think their uh, other coach got fired. Um, so I'm rolling with the Shockers, um, in a shocking upset.
3: Well, I might shock you to say I'm going with the Shockers too. <laughs> um, I know USC's got a, a potential lottery pick with Evan Lowe, but actually not a potential lot, but lottery, lottery pick. pick. He's going to be like top five, but, yeah. um, It's hard for me. I like this. I like USC a lot. I think they play well together. Um, I remember watching them against CU in the Pac-12 tournament a couple days ago. But um, I'm with Jared. I like Wichita or Drake. I think Wichita's got a lot of tournament experience, and I'm going to go with the Shockers.
2: For me, I think this goes two two ways. If Wichita State beats Drake, I think Wichita State has a better chance of upsetting. If Drake wins, I think it goes to USC. So I agree. I, I'm gonna I agree. go. I'm gonna go in the direction though of USC though because Evan Mobley and his brother Isaiah Mobley both absolute studs there at USC. Mobley will be a top five pick in this this upcoming year's NBA draft. Um, I got a chance to see both them play in high school at the um, Hoopal West down in Arizona. Getting to work, that was a lot of fun. But the Mobley Twins, I think when it comes to March, Wichita State is a team that you wor- that, that, that worries you because they you don't know what you're going to get. Are you going to get the Wichita State team that gets you the Final Four, or are you going to get a team that's that doesn't have it every year? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's where I'm questioning it there. USC has the talent to carry them because I think Mobley will take over if it comes down to the end of the game. So that for that reason, I'm going to go USC.
3: Well said.
0: All right. We got two, uh, Jeremy's going, to Wichita state, Jonah is as well. And then if Nico said, uh, he's going to go with USC with me. So that's split on that one. That's our first split, uh, game. Next game here in the West, Kansas who did not get to finish the big 12 tournament and Eastern Washington, the 14 seed, uh, I'm going Jayhawks because that's just uh, one thing I know of college basketball is Kansas is normally pretty good, especially coming out of the Big 12. So Jayhawks is, are my pick over Eastern Washington. What, is, what does everybody else say?
1: Yeah, I think too much Jayhawks. Um, Eastern Washington a solid team, um, but I just think too much Jayhawks. Um, they could be poised for a big run. I know they've had their, they had the whole COVID issue, but um, honestly, Kansas is either going to get upset first round or
3: make a big run, so I'm going to the Jayhawks. I like that take, um, and same thing, just like we talked about with Virginia. They had to pull out of their tournament uh, because of COVID, so I'll, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how that impacts them. But I really like Miles Garrett, great offense and defensive player on both sides of the ball. And one of my good friends, Blake Goldsberry, played baseball at uh, KU, so rock chalk.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go rock chalk as well. This game worries me a lot, though, I'll be honest with you. It worries me a lot because Kansas does have three players that haven't traveled yet. Because of the because because of the protocols and them being testing positive, three players haven't traveled to Indy yet. So I believe they may be out for that first. Do you know who they are? I don't know the names. No, they didn't release the names. But that worries me a little bit. I still think they get past Eastern Washington, but look out for Kansas possibly getting upset later down the road because that worries me a lot. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say that doesn't sound like a first round. That doesn't sound like a fourteen to three upset but it definitely could be an upset in the in round of 32 or Sweet 16.
1: I think there's more potential for other 14-3 upsets in this bracket, just yeah. not this game. So
3: I guess a quick question just based off that. If someone um, is coming late, say they don't come to the first round, they're coming for the second round, what's the process? Do you know as far as quarantining? I
2: think it's similar to what the NBA had. Because remember when, I think it was Trent, Lou Williams had Lemon Pepper Lou Will and we went to the strip club. I think, <laughs> I think they had to um, sit him out for, I think it was five days, or it might have been a full week. It like was a quarantine. week. I think we, it was a week. There was a
0: guy for the Nuggets that was coming off of injury, and they said he had to come back to the bubble Barton, for four Will, days. Yeah, Will Barton. He, I think it was through. a four-day isolation, and then you can start maybe incorporating into the workouts. Yeah, so
2: that's where I think that may happen. I think they, I'm not sure when, the second round is Wednesday, Thursday next week. Am I correct?
1: Uh, the The second round is going to be of uh, next week
0: is going to be uh, Thursday, Friday.
1: I Thursday, believe. Friday. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: so the, like, they may miss, miss the first weekend, but they may still be, be able to come back the following one. So,
0: that'll be interesting with those teams. Like we said, Virginia had to pull out due to COVID, um, and then so did Kansas from their conference tournament. Next game, ten seven matchup. VCU, the ten seed, and Oregon, the number seven seed. Uh, this was one of my upsets. I picked VCU because I remember their little Cinderella run they had a few years ago. And ten seven, I like the the percentages of picking the ten seven upset to go. Um, so I'll, I'm I'm going to pick VCU on that one, beating the Ducks.
1: Uh, Jimmy, good pick. I like VCU. I like VCU. I I don't. Know. Sorry, Peyton Pritchard, um, your dime was over at Oregon. I just I don't know something about you know I've done so many years of of tournament picking and bat and bracket picking. And there's two teams in this, in this East Division – or yeah, this is the East, no, it's the West. Yeah, the West. The West that just absolutely just scare me. So I'm going to roll with them this year as Wichita State and VCU. There's my two teams that just seem to be – you know, there's really good regular season teams, and then there's really good tournament teams. Those two just seem to be really good tournament teams.
3: I'm going to buck the trend. I'm going with Oregon. Um, this is a little dicey for me. I agree um, with, with, with what the two other people in front of me said. But uh, as far as Oregon, they finished number one in their conference. I know they got beat by Oregon State, but still, uh, having that number one seed going in the tournament, even though they lost, uh, shows that you had a good season. And I'm going to trust with the Pac 12 Ducks.
2: It's very hard for me to pick some of these Pac 12 teams in the tournament. That's why I'm going to go VCU as well with Jimmy and Jeremy here because look, VCU is a term team. There is no doubt about their term team. Doesn't matter whenever it is March and you always will see VCU's name and Wichita State's name there somewhere, and whether it be them going past the first round or them them being a Final Four team, whatever it may be. That's just a team you lock your eyes on. You're like, damn, how can I not pick against this team? So that reason, I'm going VCU as well. We've seen so much chaos
0: already. Why would we not see even more chaos once the tournament starts? That's just 2021 is shaping up to be the year of what? What just happened? What, what just happened? All right. Now we get to the one that I know at least half of our panel is excited about. I'm, I have no dog in the fight, and I know Jeremy's going to downplay it because it's – Jeremy will just shit on our team.
2: So that,
3: that's exactly what's going to happen. But, was, but, but wait, wait. Is his Indi- Indiana team here? I don't think so. Ooh. That's true. How many, right. how many
1: tournament appearances do we have?
3: Not not is this, this your not first this year?
0: Not this year. <laughs> is Gene Hackman going to be the coach? How many, how many Bears we got? Oh, we got five. Sorry. All, All right, I, Iowa up? Grand Canyon, obviously going to be the matchup that we're talking about. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going. Near Cinderella story upset. This uh, is not going to be one of those times. I think that GCU could be tough for like three three quarters of the game, but I think Iowa's probably going to take over and make it look like a little bit of a laugher towards the end. So I went a Iowa. laugher,
2: Jimmy. A laugher. Come on now, it's your first time yeah, being know, there. Don't
0: don't don't tell me that your first time being there, you're going to be making a run at one of the two
2: seeds in the tournament. That's fair. Go ahead, Jerry. Let me see what you got to take on um, the team before Joe and I get into this. Let's just
1: put it this way. The line is 14-and-a-half, Iowa. Cup. Oh. Hammer the 14-and-a-half for no, Iowa. No shot. Hammer. It. No, shot. Hammer it. Money no line, shot. Money line GCU is plus 1,100, uh, according to Monday on FanDuel. Um this won't even be close. Okay, the guards for Iowa are too good. They will absolutely. You got the two little weasels for GCU that just run around and he they just even like know cause what he's hey, talking I, about. Okay, put it this way. But Jordan Bohannon and Wieskamp camp will absolutely torch you guys. Then you have you have you have Luca Garz in the middle who's going to take uh what's it Mick Guard to the freaking cleaners, <laughs> to the cleaners. And then you got the other guy Ollie, who's going to get torched, dude. I mean, this is not even be close. It's a big 10. This this team bad. I mean, Indiana beat them twice. I guess what GCU ain't going to beat them. I promise you that. So, um, I'm hammering Iowa and I'm taking the minus 14 and a half and I'm hammering that too.
3: Nick, you go first please.
2: Okay, well, first of all, we're going to cover. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to cover.
1: You want to put some side action on Nico? I will put
2: some side action. All man. right, we let's see what the cover. line closes at. We will cover, but I am going to take Iowa because I'm not an idiot, and I'm trying oh. to win. I'm trying to win. Let me, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to win. You so, want that free shirt, huh? I don't, I don't, <laughs> he wants a free yeah, shirt. It's not a free shirt. I just want to beat all of our listeners, but I'm going to pick Iowa, but this game is going to be much closer than people think. Hmm. Much closer. Because, look, Garza is the main catalyst for this Iowa team, but GCU has the GCU is the nightmare matchup Iowa did not want to face in the first round. When it comes to fifteen seats. the G, I, when it comes to the rest of the fifteen seeds in this bracket, I GCU is the. Team Iona at fifteen
1: up. with Rick Pitino as the coach.
2: Oh, hear me out. All right. Before you get on your little horse over there, little who's your boy? Okay. Grand Canyon <laughs> has the two monsters in the middle that can slow down Garza. Agreed. That that's the one thing that GCU has going for them. When it comes to everyone else, though, that's where the problem rests. Luca Garza is probably the wooden player of the year. Don't get me wrong. He, right, he right is up, right instantly retired. <laughs> yeah, his jersey's instantly retired. Iowa is a team vote. that I can make yeah. a, that I can think make a deep run here, but GCU is going to cover. They are going to cover the spread. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a good game. We will make it a game. I I will hope to go. I hope GCU wins. Don't get me wrong. This is a game where I'm picking with my head on my bracket, but in my heart, I'm rooting elsewhere. Like this is this like I'm I'm rooting GCU on the whole way. I think this is going to be a game, but it's hard for me to pick against Luca Garza and, and Bohannon. And what was the other thing? can't. We can't. There you go,
3: Nico. I know. You let me down. Fifteen to two doesn't happen often. Go, how do you not ride or die with Arizona? Your team? Ride or die, ago, right? man. Didn't Heck air- yeah! Oh yeah! Arizona losses. Yeah. I have a
2: bracket with them winning it all. Don't get me wrong. I am ride or die. But like you're not fun. ride or
1: die. You just said that I was going to win the game. Jonah's ride or die. Jeremy, Let's see what Jonah's Jeremy, got Jeremy,
2: to say. Jeremy, hold on. Let's do it like this. Before you get to yours, if Indiana was a 15 seed against Iowa Iowa's number two, would you pick them? They would never be a 15 seed. Okay, just 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 <laughs> think about it for a second. I, I'm were, riding with them. I'm riding
1: with them. No, Ri- I'm riding with no them. Shot. No all
3: shot. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to make the case for GCU. I'm a ride or die. Um, some picks you make with your head some you make with your heart this is one i'm making with my heart i'm going with the lopes um i'm a little upset honestly because the lopes finished uh there's a thing called the net ranking um of where teams finish in the tournament and the lopes actually finished ahead of two of the 14 seeds i believe it was moorhead state was definitely one of them and i think um i don't remember the other one it was not colgate um it was eastern washington that's who they finished ahead in the net rankings and you know what? I actually like the matchup versus Iowa. As Nico said earlier, Luca Garza is a man. He's a dog. And he's probably going to take over, and he'll probably lead him to a victory. But um, Ashbourne Midgard, the former Wichita State Shocker, is the nightmare matchup to go. That's, That's 7 foot versus 7 foot. Midgard's two, 285. Luca's 275. So Midgard's even heavier than him. And to go along with that, um, Alessandro Labor. Third most points in GCU history. Also first team all-walk along, along with Midgard. Um, I like the matchup personally. Um, I know it sounds silly. It's silly. I'm going with my heart. But um, the Lopes just destroyed uh, Seattle U in the semifinal by 34 points. Then they turned around and smacked up New Mexico State by 20. So they're going, kind of going in hot. And I actually like the pace that GCU plays at. And I think they can run on Iowa. And we'll see what happens. Um, I know it's hard. But I'm going to ride with my Lopes.
2: It's going to come down for Lopes. It's going to come down to slowing down Bohannon and the other other role players. True. Because I think Garza can be neutralized. Do I think he's going to have a big game? Probably. Do it. You got to neutralize everyone else on the roster because Iowa has a bunch of studs top to bottom. For GCU to win this game, it's going to come down to Javon Blackshire having a big game. Tournament
3: MVP for the whack.
2: Exactly. It's going to come down to Oscar playing good D off the wing on probably on probably the what's his name Jeremy High School my school. Weeskamp. No, I can't think of the name. Weeskamp. Weeskamp. I keep forgetting the name. But it's going to come down to those guys. It's probably going to come down to Chancellor Miller and Mike Dixon locking up Andrew Bohannon. That's the matchup that's going to dictate how this going can guys. I, can I, can I slap some
1: hit. sense in you guys for two seconds here? I hang on, hang what on, hang you on, mean, hang on. The, the thought that they even have a chance, okay? The Big Ten is known for the bigs. Okay, they have they have Kofi Coburn on Illinois. We're who not is facing we, Kofi Coburn? But hang on, hang on. You, you'll see. You're talking about in a second. Kofi Coburn is on Illinois. He was first team All Big Ten. Okay, first team All Big Ten. Garza put up 21 and 19 against him in the two games he played against him. Miles Johnson, who plays for Rutgers, the All Big Ten defensive center of the year, absolute stud. He Garza put up 22 on him. So if you think this Mick guard clown is going to have a chance against him, he might have a couple, but he's going to give him First a foul First team trouble. all whack, baby. Let's go. First team all whack. It, Garza's going to have 25. It's going to be the same thing. They're going to – it'll be a block.
3: You've got to make other people beat him. So
1: not- now, I will say this. Indiana, when they played them, they beat – Indiana beat Iowa twice. They, they neutralized Luka Garza. So if you can stop Luka Garza and the guards are in, sometimes inconsistent, if the guards are hot, it's over. Because then you have a two-way. But if you can neutralize Garza, which Midgard has the chance, I'm not going to do it. But I think it's going to be a blowout. But uh, that cover being said, if you can neutralize Garza, you have a chance. It's that's true. what I'll say. This is very true.
0: I, I like the fact that he brought up the Indiana beat Iowa twice. 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 But, he but brought they're it still up sitting twice. on as their well, couch, baby. the
2: only highlights of their season. Twice. Well, there you go.
0: Uh, that's the West first round. Let's move on to the Eastern Eastern. Uh, side of the bracket, first round, and that's Michigan opening up against, uh, what I don't even know, MSM or Texas Southern. Uh, Michigan, for me, they're going to...
1: Mount St. Mary's, is that MSM? Mount St.
0: Mary's, yeah. okay. I'm going Michigan, because I have Michigan making a bit of a run. I think, two weeks ago on the podcast, I said that they were probably the best team in the country. Illinois proved me wrong. Illinois uh, threw their balls out in the middle of the court, and they they kind of put Michigan back in their place, but... I do think that the Wolverines are good enough to, to get hot, and tournaments, all it takes is f- five really good games, and you're a national champion. I think Michigan's definitely talented enough to do that, so I'm going Michigan in that 1-16 matchup.
1: Um, I will say this. I mean, it's going to be Michigan, no doubt, but um, a fun first four game that you'll, you'll want to watch, a uh, guard for Mount St. Mary's, is uh, Sean Quee. Um, his name is Damien Shankui. Um, his parents passed away, or his mom passed away, like, I think right before the tournament started. So, and they, they rallied and they won the tournament. It was a great story. Um, but I think, I mean, Michigan's going to go far. But I will say this, them losing livers with the knee, um, that, that really, really hurts Michigan going f- farther in the tournament.
3: 16-1, go Big Blue.
2: Yeah, Michigan the whole way too. Jawan Howard in part of the Eric Spoelstra coaching tree. I'm going to go with uh, Michigan here in the first round. It's hard for me to pick against Michigan, especially pop, based upon what they've done this year.
0: Nico, congratulations! I'm starting to reckon, recognize basketball people's names now because I even know who Eric Spoelstra is and Joan Jawan Howard. Yeah, like eight months football. ago, I would have had no clue. But <laughs> the, there we go. The uh, dream,
1: the dream matchup in this, in this, in this uh, East bracket would be Michigan versus Maryland round four or whatever oh, when uh juan howard and they're fighting each other i think that would be hilarious but i don't think it's gonna happen michigan 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 i think it's gonna roll
0: if we got michigan maryland we'd also get scott van pelt and rich eisen to fight each other on <laughs> national tv <laughs> yeah there you go make it happen let's do that espn uh next matchup in the east eight nine saint bonaventure the nine seed and lsu the runner-up of the sec this year at the eight seed i went saint bonaventure mainly because uh the Woo. intern and in pardon my take Knows that conference very well. He used to call games for uh, Vermont, I think, was the school that he was at. But I've heard of St. Bonaventure's name, and I don't trust LSU on a basketball court. I trust them very much on a football field, but the Tigers in basketball just don't make any sense. So I'm going St. Bonaventure for the upset.
1: Um, Jimmy, good pick. I think uh, LSU, which LSU team is going to show up? Are they going to show up with a chip on their shoulder like they did against Alabama in the SEC championship game where they honestly – could have won if they made that layup yeah, at the end got, of the game. Got
2: to a big lead and lost it. Too. Yeah,
1: um, but I just think um, I don't think I don't know if LSU is ready to handle St. Bonaventure's pressure. Um, they get up and down the floor quickly, um, and honestly, they're they're really hot. They've won three of the last four, um, and they are just riding high. And they and look when you win a tournament, that puts a huge amount of confidence in your team. And I think St. Bonaventure um, will be good. But I will say on the side note, um, Trenton Watford brother of Christian Watford, who hit the shot in the IU game. He's returning to Assembly Hall, so that game will be in Assembly Hall. Pretty cool. So, um, shout out to Watford.
3: I'm going to go with the Tigers here. Um, I like the SEC uh, against whatever conference St. Bonaventure is in. Um, I do find an interesting stat that I noted that uh, according to BPI, which stands for the Basketball Power Index, uh, both these schools are ranked relatively uh, closely. LSU is 24 and SBU is 28, uh, which is pretty interesting for – St. Bonaventure not being in a Power Five, but I'm still gonna roll with the Tigers.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go Tigers here too. I think if I didn't watch the SEC title game and, yeah. and if I didn't see how well LSU came out against Alabama, that would gave me that would have gave me cause for concern for them to lose to St. Bonaventure. But since I think on LSU, we're gonna see that same team we saw in the SEC tournament from LSU. So for that reason, I'm gonna go Tigers. All
0: right, panel split on that one too. Jeremy and I are going upset. Next matchup in the East bracket. Colorado and number 12, Georgetown, Big East champion. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know where Nico is going because we talked about it a little bit in our episode. I'm going with the Buffaloes to beat the Hoyas in this matchup. Uh, so what, what does everybody else think?
1: Um, Colorado's good. They have a great guard play um, with, with McKinley Wright. He's a beast. Um, I just think... Georgetown riding high with the big win. Bid Steelers 13 and 12 with Patrick Ewing not getting allowed into Madison Square Garden, uh. which is a whole other deal. Um, look, I just think these Big East teams, it's, it's, it's so hit or miss with them. Um, I just like, I don't know why, but I do like Georgetown. I will say this, though. If Georgetown cannot contain McKinley Wright, it could be a long night for them.
3: Jeremy is a well known buff hater. And like I mentioned <laughs> earlier, um, some picks you make with your heart, some picks you make with your head. Um, ESPN was giving Georgetown a lot of clout um, early on on Saturday uh, for stealing that bid and winning their tournament, but I'm sticking with my hometown, Buffaloes.
2: Yeah, this this game I think is going to be my second favorite game of the weekend because, like I said, I have ties to CU, my older brothers, and Georgetown, I love those Georgetown teams with Reggie Williams, Patrick Ewing, Dikembe, AI. AI, so much history with Georgetown. Um, I'm going to go with the holiest. I, 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 go? I don't like this what? at all though, because look, I think teams come in hot at the right time. Thank you. And I think Georgetown is riding high and they are rallying around Patrick Ewing. And look, do I think Georgetown is a, is a deep run team? no, but I think they their Cinderella run goes a little bit farther. CU worries me a lot what happened in the Pac-12 championship. I thought they were going to come in firing like they did against USC. And when they whooped up on, on USC and then won at the end of the game, I thought we were going to see that same team. But when it came to that Pac-12 title game, I was just blown away what Oregon State was able to do. Georgetown, look, CU has now back-to-back games. They are facing teams that are hungry. CU is not hungry. They're not. They, they, they've been riding, they're riding slow all season. They've been just feeling it out, being like, okay, we're a good team. We're running our conference, blah, blah, blah. But Oregon State was a team with a mission. Georgetown is also a team on a mission. So for that reason, I'm going to go Georgetown.
0: You're going with the guy from Space Jam to out-coach Tad Boyle. Wow. <laughs> hey, Tad Boyle is wow. not,
2: not, not the biggest fan favorite for CU Boss basketball fans, but I, I don't know.
0: I don't know anything about that. So Come I'll on, Jim. Me and you, you are being this. loyal. Uh, I all right. We split that one too. Uh, so the next matchup, UNC Greensboro, the thirteen, going up against the ACC runner-up, Florida State. Uh, just a quick mention that we trash Florida State as much as possible, just in case Jim is listening. So Jim, if you're if you're listening, Florida State sucks. But uh, <laughs> we'll see if they they're able to turn that around. Don't take us off the network, please. Uh, I actually picked the Seminoles to win in in this first round matchup. I have them playing CU in, in my round of thirty two.
1: Uh, Jimmy, good pick. Uh, Knowles too much. Um, I will say this, though. Um, If the Seminoles turn over the ball like they did against Georgia Tech in the ACC championship game, um, they are not going to be able to beat – Maybe Georgetown or even coming out of Michigan or St Bonaventure, whoever comes out. According to my picks, uh, Florida State is two. They're big. They have a great center and that uh, the Polish guy. I forget his name. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and they have you know really good guards. Raekwon.
3: Balsa. Balsa.
1: Koprivika. Uh They have uh, Raquan Gray. They have. Um, they have the 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 um, what's it called? The first round draft pick. Who's he? Um, uh, I mean, Scotty Barnes, Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. You know. So, um, look, they're an experienced team. They have a great coach and Mel and that uh, Mel Tucker, um, Mel Tucker, <laughs> Mel Tucker, yeah. Spartan football, Seminole basketball. But, but yeah, I just think Florida State too much, uh, too much length, too much speed. That's what she said but okay. oh,
3: <laughs> oh, pause. Hey, oh, pause. On that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Nolz here. Um, I don't like the 13-4 here. I like the ACC. Uh, that the Knowles traveled through the whole year. And that's all I got to say, just Knowles.
2: Yeah, I'm going Knowles too. Florida State is, is too much to handle for Greensboro. I think Knowles could sh- could shock some people. I think that they could, could make a deep run here, but I'm going to go Florida State in the first round.
0: Clean sweep for Florida State in that Eastern matchup. Next one, BYU either going to be taking on Michigan State or UCLA, depending on how that game goes. Uh, I picked the Cougars to upset either one of those teams. I think that they they may get into the round of 32. Um, so just I like the way that they played against uh, Gonzaga in the WCC championship. So I went with the Cougars in that matchup over Michigan State or UCLA.
1: Um, yeah, this is this is an interesting game for me because here's the thing. Um, Michigan State, who is has beaten th- – never mind, I want to say it.
3: Um, Jonah, go oh, you ahead and say it. Go ahead. Michigan State has beaten three out of the four number one seeds. Thanks for not stealing my stat. Um, I will say this. If Michigan State can beat UCLA, BYU is
1: going to create a lot of problems for them because Michigan State cannot shoot the ball, and they have the worst. BYU has my least favorite player in college basketball, ex-Purdue player Matt Harms, the worst, the seven-footer. I can't stand him. Um, But I will say this. If UCLA beats Michigan State, that could be potential upset between UCLA and BYU. Um, a lot of my buddies back home are saying hammer Michigan State to Elite Eight, which I they have, they have Coach Izzo and, and March and Izzo go together real well.
3: Um, I just – I like BYU here. I'm with the J.R. I like BYU. Um, like I said about the Michigan uh, with beating the number one seeds. But uh, believe it or not, BYU is, I believe, 20-something wins and six losses. Three of those losses are to Gonzaga. So, other than that, there are 20 wins and only three 3 lost teams. So, um, I believe they're a good three-point shooting team and play good defense. So, I'm taking the BYU Cougars.
2: I'm going to go Cinderella here. I think, I, like, 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 uh, like we said earlier, Michigan State has, has beaten teams that are very notable. Um, UCLA, that's a different story. I think UCLA is a little bit of a sleeper team here. Uh, But when it comes to BYU, the things that worries me so much is what BYU did in the WCC championship. Getting out to that big lead against Gonzaga and taking it to them worries me a lot. Maybe it was a factor. Gonzaga's
3: a different animal.
2: Different animal, exactly. But when it comes down to that, I think it worries me a little bit, BYU's – Experience, I think Tom Mizzle, If he gets in the first round, Tom Mizzle is usually a lock in the first round. Um, actually, take that back. Michigan State has some had some bad upsets of <laughs> previous years, but Tom Mizzle in March goes together, like Jeremy said. So I'm gonna go Michigan State or UCLA here to be BYU. Hmm. All right, I
0: think that that's just an island pick for you. Island Your pick first for me. First, yeah, island first island pick. pick. Uh, next matchup: Texas versus Abilene Christian. So Texas versus Texas, basically. But uh, that three fourteen matchup, I see the Longhorns, especially with the way they were able to come back and win the Big 12 tournament, which is, Nico and I have been talking about it on the podcast, It's probably the second best conference in basketball behind the Big 10 for men's college basketball. Uh, so I went with the Longhorns to beat, looks like the Wildcats of Abilene Christian. I'm not sure what their mascot is, but I have Texas winning the first round.
1: Um, yeah, Jimmy, good pick. Texas. Uh, a lot of people in America have Texas going pretty far. Um, so. I'm just going to continue rolling with this one. Texas and Texas makes a
3: big run. Hook 'em horns, man. Shocker smart with hair now. Um, I think that's a great pick. I think Texas was ranked really highly early in the year. I think they were even up to number nine, and they kind of fell off throughout the year. But like you guys said, um, they play in the Big 12 Conference with a lot, a lot of good teams, including Baylor, who's the number one seed. And um, for them to win that tournament, to me, it says a lot, so I'm going with the horns.
2: Yeah, I'm Texas as well. Uh, one thing I'll have to say about that, Abilene Christian will be in the WAC next year. Let's well, go. two years. I'm not sure when. The, the who? Well, <laughs> in the WAC next year, so that'll be a GCU rival in a few years now. So, But either way, I'm going to Texas. Texas is too much to handle.
0: There you go. Everybody's going Texas on that one. Next matchup, number 10, Maryland. Number 7, UConn. Uh, I don't know if what Jeremy alluded to earlier gives a hint to his pick, but I'll just go ahead and say I'm going to make Scott Van Pelt very happy. I'm going Terps to upset UConn just because it's not the women's tournament, so UConn's not (laughs) a lock in the (laughs) championship.
1: Yeah, Jimmy said it right. I'm going to roll with uh, Maryland in this one.
0: Here we go.
3: This is an interesting one because uh, UConn's ranked lower than Maryland, obviously, but their BPI rank, again, basketball power index, is 15, which is pretty darn low. Jonah so, and his BPI stuff. BPI. But what's also interesting is they're 0-4 against top 25 teams. So that's a little scary. But shout out Brandon with Toby. We're going UConn.
2: I'm going to go Maryland here too. Like, oh, Maryland? Look, Jonah's oh, on the Jonah's island. On, uh, Jonah's first island pick. Here we Can go. Can it be but, Maui? <laughs> <laughs> Maui island pick. But, yeah, I'm going Maryland here. Maryland, they, they showed a lot of fight in that Michigan game. Although the most fighting that was happening was Joan Howard <laughs> on the sideline, but I think Yukon Yukon ran into a little bit of a train in the Big East tournament. I like Maryland cuz they played in a tough conference and are more battle-tested.
0: Yeah, I think uh that's the 10-7 upset. I think that's a good one. Good one to pick. Jonah's, As Jonah's taking yeah.
2: a piss break in the middle. Go I ahead, know. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, uh, we'll we'll move on and we'll get Jonah's pick when he gets back. Next matchup in the Eastern bracket: Alabama, number two seed, Iona. Alabama was SEC champ, right? Yep. Okay, so the SEC champion going up against Iona. Uh, I have the Crimson Tide. I think that this is not a Arizona situation. Uh, I don't. I <laughs> yeah, don't it's
2: it's it's it's. It, I think. Look, this is a good game. I'll let Jeremy go ahead and get into this one.
1: Um. Yeah, this is my upset. This is my upset, 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 upset. Um, the Iona, Iona is coached by Rick Pitino, and everything I know about Rick Pitino is that that man um has had some scandals off the basketball a lot court. Of scandals, um, but also, a lot of but also the one thing I don't know. Here's the, thing, here's the thing. Here's oh, the thing. It's worse than that. Here's, here's here's the thing. Okay, I've I've picked the 15 seed right one other time. The and Lopes it was FGCU, this year. FGCU over Georgetown. And I just had this gut feeling, and the high flyers paid off for me. This is my other gut feeling. They, you got to go with the coaches. The coaches, you, normally when you look at the, big, at the final four teams, they're you're usually really good coaches. I'm not saying Iona's going to go to the final four, but I know that Bama is definitely not going to the final four. Iona, baby. Roll.
0: You got to start the streak somewhere. I will say my my one that started my streak of winning these pickums was I picked Arizona to lose as the two seed. Yeah. So
2: I it, Jeremy also just hates the University of Alabama with a burning passion. Mm. So that was the easy I just don't trust SEC
3: basketball. Period. First off, Jeremy ended his section with roll, and I'm gonna start mine with roll tied because Jer is blasphemous. <laughs> I I I love Alabama. I love the way they play. I'll go on about it more later because uh, I got them going a little further, but. I'm going with the tide here, Nico. How about you? I'm
2: going tide too. You guys are not believers Rick, Rick, Rick Pitino, if he had a better team, I would say yes. Maybe Rick Pitino goes join your shit program in Indiana. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> maybe, maybe, Iona has a
1: better chance of beating Alabama than GCU does against Iowa. False. I would say false. Let's make some bets here. Uh, 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 there false. could be some side action tonight.
2: I would say false to that. But, I mean, look, Alabama's going to win this. There's, I, I, like I said, Rick Pitino needs to go to a quote-unquote better program in Indiana maybe to have some I'd success. I'd love to have him.
1: We're, we're on the Brad Stevens stream.
0: Three out of four go uh, Crimson Tide in that one. So that brings us to the next bracket, the south bracket. Baylor, number one seed, upset in the Big 12 tournament, but they were on a roll throughout the regular season. They had a 20-game win streak, right? Yep. All right, we'll uh, We'll we'll start ra- going through these a little bit quicker here. I got Baylor over Hartford, 1-16. versus uh, Jeremy,
3: what do you got?
1: Uh, Baylor's killed me in the past, but I'm going to roll with him this time, Baylor.
3: Baylor, uh, head coach Scott Drew, uh, brother of GCU's coach Bryce Drew, so... Got to go with Baylor.
2: Baylor, easy. It, it, this is not the one verse six. It's like, shoot, I'm probably going to say that. For saying this, I'm going to be wrong, but this is not the one versus 16 year that, that's going to happen. So I'm picking Baylor, too. All right, clean sweep for the Bears. Next matchup,
0: eight, North Carolina, number nine, Wisconsin. I went with the Tar Heels because uh, this is a down year for Wisconsin. This is not one of the years where they have a group of Five five white guys that that lead them on a run through the tournament. I went Tar Heels over the Badgers.
1: Jimmy, you would be wrong. Uh, Wisconsin actually does have those guys this year. Brad Davidson, who I cannot stand. Potter, who the transfer from Ohio State, and their their best player, their guard, Dimitri Trice, who is a veteran. These guys are like twenty three years old. Um, I will say that North Carolina has the better talent individually, but Wisconsin has the better team. So I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the Badgers.
3: Yeah, that's a good point, Jer. I'm actually going with the Badgers as well. Um, I know they're kind of got a down record compared to what they're used to, but uh, they play in a tough conference. They're a veteran. They got a lot of leadership in there. Um, It makes me nervous because you see UNC, and they are used to them high up in the rankings. So um, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going with the Badgers.
2: I'm going to go with Tar Heels here. North Carolina, um, with with that game against Florida State in the ACC, ACC tournament semifinal, they showed me a lot. They, had, they got on some big runs. Tar Heels just got to be able to knock down their shots because they went. I think it was something ridiculous. They were, they were shooting like 25% in the first half of that semifinal game. If they're shooting like that, they're going to get their ass kicked by Wisconsin. But I didn't think that was just an off night. I think Tar Heels are getting it at the right time, and they, they take down Wisconsin.
0: Next matchup in this bracket, Villanova and Winthrop. I have Villanova um, beating the 12-seed Winthrop. Jeremy, what do you got?
1: Um, this is a tough one for me. Um, I really want to pick Villanova. Um, their guard, Colin Gillespie, is out for the tournament, um, which is actually a huge blow to Villanova, and that's hence for the reason why they lost to Georgetown. So I'm going to roll with the
3: Gales, Winthrop. Retweet there, man. 23-1 and one. Winthrop. Here's my upset.
2: Twenty. Oh man, I'm gonna go Villanova because I like Wentworth is a good story. I I remember seeing all the ESPN stuff about it, but like Jay Wright in in, in the tournament, like i I'm, I'm it's hard for me to pick against Villanova, like, yeah. even without Gillespie. Good point. I'm picking Villanova.
3: They were also one of the top teams throughout the year too, and they. They have lost three of their last four, but I think they're on the the decline.
2: I think they're one of the better five seeds, in my opinion.
3: I agree. Shout uh, shout
0: out to Villanova for giving us one of the greatest sports highlights in our senior year of high school with that buzzer beater in March Mm, Madness. One of the best March Madness moments of all time. I I think that's all we did in Mr. Weiss's class the day after that game was just watch that highlight over and over again. (laughs) Uh, so I, I we split Villanova and Winthrop, not not something I expected. <laughs> Next matchup, <laughs> Purdue in North Texas. Uh, I went with the Boilermakers over the Mean Green. I think Purdue uh, gets it done in the first round.
1: Pains me to say this, but I'm gonna roll with Purdue. They got a great coach. They have all the pieces right there. Jaden Ivy, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, um, and they have just really really good talent all around. Um, and they have the big tree in the middle, Zach Eady, who's seven four. Um, Purdue, death taxes, and Purdue having over seven-footers
3: on their team. Boilermakers. Yep, I'm going with the Boilermakers. This just says that uh, Purdue is the tallest team in the Big Ten, and <laughs> North Texas ain't got poop.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Purdue, too. Like, like everyone said here, the height, North Texas, good story. North Texas is not a team that can match the height of Purdue. So They're I'm a football Purdue. school. It's true. They are a football school <laughs> through very and through.
0: True. Uh, Texas Tech next matchup against Utah State. Uh, I went with the Red Raiders mainly a little bit just because the last time I saw them in a tournament, they had a crazy run, I think. I don't expect that they again. They went to the Final Four. Yeah I, yeah, I don't expect that again, but I went with the Red Raiders over the Aggies just because I don't think Utah State's all that good.
1: Um, a couple things about this game. This is a tough game to pick. I still think too much Mac McClung in this game. Um, however, I will say this, that Utah State kid that has the big dude in the middle... He's a, He's a monster. Niminous yeah. Queda. Yeah. 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 That's him. Uh, he can rim protect, and if Texas Tech is not shooting well, look out. That could be an upset.
3: I like Mac McClung. I also like this other guy named Kyler Edwards. He really impressed me. Um, and again, Texas Tech, go Raiders.
2: Yeah, everybody's here. Mac McClung, high school phenom. If you're bored at dunk night. Dunk Legend. Yeah. If you're bored yeah. at night, go look at his high school dunk tape because be- it is ridiculous. Better than Zion. No, Zion was a bully. Yeah. Mac McClung has bunnies. Is a white boy, yeah. and he's he white. Bunnies. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the they're, they're, there's your differences. Different, Z- different dunking, different dunk, yeah. different type dunkers. But yeah, Texas Tech, give me, give me them. Utah State, that big dude does get me worrisome because Jeremy and I lost money on them being Colorado State because
1: the Colorado Parlay
0: did not play
3: out.
2: Colorado that's why Parlay Parlay the Colorado, Colorado teams, out, but yeah. So I'm going Texas Tech here. All right,
0: everybody's on the Red Raiders for that one. Arkansas, Colgate, the next one. Uh, I really like Arkansas's head coach. I think he's trying to build a good program, which they don't have any good athletic programs in Arkansas, so True. They, they need one. True. Uh, I'm going Razorbacks over Colgate. Good
1: pick, Jimmy. Um, I'm kind of fifty-fifty on this one. Um, Colgate has been a tough team this year. Um, they've honestly had a lot of good, lot of good success, but I will
3: say, um, I still think it's too much, too much Arkansas on this one. You know, my cousin got married in Fayetteville, Arkansas. But this is a heart and a head pick because Arkansas has won 12 of their final 13 games uh, before they lost in their tournament, and I love me some Moses Moody. I'll get in on that later.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Arkansas too. Moses Moody's a stud. Arkansas finally have a good program maybe. <laughs> maybe? I don't know. I guess we'll see, but Arkansas gave give me them. All right, everybody's on the Razorbacks. Roll
0: pig. Uh, next matchup, Florida and Virginia Tech. I went with the Hokies. Uh, just I don't I don't have a reason. I went with the Hokies. <laughs> Good pick, Tech. Jimmy. This is like
1: this game is just to me like the battle of just two just such mediocre teams that are just like I don't even know what to pick. Uh, I'm just gonna roll with the Gators, honestly. Uh, they ha- they have warmer weather down there, Gators.
3: Not so fast, as our friend Lee Corso likes to say. I'm gonna go with vatech with Jimmy, uh, and solely my reason is uh, Virginia Tech was in a better conference.
2: Yeah, this is a game where you could just close your eyes and throw a dart and see whatever's closest. But I'm going to go Florida, too, because Florida is a team come March can make some noise. Is Joakim Noah coming back? Is Joakim Noah, Corey Brewer, and and Chris Chioza coming back? But no, I'm going to go Florida. All right. Split
0: once again. Uh, Next matchup, the Ohio State University (laughs) against Oral Roberts. I I picked the Buckeyes.
1: (laughs) Jimmy, um... I tell you the NCAA gave the Buckeyes just a freaking e four seventy toll pass through the, this team through the like to the Elite Eight at le- or Sweet Sixteen at least playing Oral Roberts trash. Then they get the winner of Virginia Tech and Florida who are both just garbage. And their their best seed in that is Arkansas who is up and down also. So
0: I wish I could suck and get this kind of yeah. A draw. I
1: mean seriously they got a blessing in disguise. Ohio State rolls all the way to the Elite Eight.
3: Hmm. Uh, Oral Roberts is my. Former roommate Nico's as well. Nick's Francis' favorite team. Um, Not know that they, <laughs> they are really good at shooting the three, and they're kind of hot right now. So I'm picking the Buckeyes.
2: Is Nick picking GCU versus Oral Roberts national championship? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm going to Ohio State. There's it's 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 sad. It, yeah, it's sad. they're gonna roll them.
0: All right, next Midwest bracket, Illinois Dre- Drexel. Yep. Drexel, yeah. I I don't know. Might have hit the wrong button, but I'm going to Illinois. I'm not going a 16-1 upset, and Drexel definitely not. Illinois, probably uh, just the most impressive conference tournament, maybe, of any of the of the teams winning the Big Ten, so I'm going a lion eye on that one.
1: Yeah, Illinois got a good draw.
3: Um, I will say they will absolutely dismantle Drexel, and then we'll see about the next round. I love me some Illinois. I got them going pretty far. My I I love Coburn. It's not Cockburn. Don't say Cockburn. It's Coburn. And I love me some A.O. I don't know how to pronounce it. I.O. I.O. It's spelled like A.O. Excuse me, listeners. I'm sorry. Ayo. I'm going with Illinois.
2: Yeah, I'm going final Illinois too. Like Joe said, I have them going far too. All
0: right, next
2: nine-eight matchup. This is this is this one right
0: here. This one's the
2: you gotta Must watch TV.
0: Loyola Chicago Georgia Tech possibly the the game of the first round I went Loyola Chicago um but now what I've learned about the ACC championship game I could this might be one that I'm changing at some point but Loyola Chicago is my initial pick
1: have to go with the hot team Nico, like Nico's famous line just throw it out of the dark this game on a dart board and you just throw a dart literally it's just you don't know I mean this is such a good matchup I mean these eight nine games are so hard to pick um I'm just gonna roll the the uh what are they? The Yellow Jackets? Yep. Yeah, gold uh, Georgia Tech, uh, riding high off the ACC win and the tournament champions, and also one of the most positive coaches
3: I've ever seen in my life. The nicest, one yeah. the nicest coaches too. Sure, Not so fast again. <laughs> I know Georgia Tech just won their tournament, uh, but again, I'm going with uh, Loyola Chicago, who, as a non-power five school, was in the top twenty-five uh, by the end of the year. And shout out Sister Jane. So is, is Sister Jane again with this up? crap? Uh, sister Jane is 101 years old. Wow! Put some Jesus respect Christ. on her name.
2: All right. Well, I'm gonna go with Jared. Georgia Tech 1%. Look, if Georgia Tech's defense is half as good as it was against Florida State, I think they will. that guard it. Jose Alvarado, Alvarado, beast. He's an animal, man. This Georgia Tech team, like I said, playing for their coach. This this team's got a bunch of seniors. I I see them with 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 a with a. Went here and giving Illinois some trouble in the next round. I
3: got to make I a agree. quick clarification. I don't know if I said Sister Jane or Jean. It's Sister Jean.
2: Jean yeah.
0: All right. Everybody s- split, split on here. that one. Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech. Next matchup, Tennessee, Oregon State, 5-12. I went with the Volunteers over the Beavers. Um, Jeremy, what do you got? Cheering on the
1: volunteers, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one Tennessee's defense is elite uh, Too much for Oregon State Who uh, is hot, but uh, Tennessee right now Too much defense They can turn up, They can make, I've watched them a couple times this year um, They force a lot A lot of
3: turnovers I like Tennessee, and I like Tennessee Maybe even a Sweet 16 appearance I agree, um, I know Oregon State Just came off a of Pac-12 championship Even though they were picked to finish 7th in their conference They still uh, won the tourney and I still like Tennessee though. Go volunteers.
2: I'm gonna go volunteers too. I think Sweet. I think Oregon State gives me gives me trouble. Like like I said, what they, they were playing for their lives, but I think their steam ran ran out those running out of the juice. Peaked, peaked too early. Peaked way too early. Yeah.
0: Next matchup, Cade Cunningham, probably gonna be the number one pick in the NBA draft next year. Oklahoma State number four seed against Liberty. I went with the Cowboys over Liberty. Um and what do you what does everybody else have for this four first 13? I mean, if
1: there's any game that I can see just people losing their mind on, it could be this game because everybody's talking about Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham, this Oklahoma State, they just went blah blah blah. I'm picking Oklahoma State. I'm rolling with the, with the crowd, but oh my God, this could be just this could ruin a lot of people's
3: brackets. A lot of people say Oklahoma State uh, was ranked to I don't know how you want to say it. They, they thought they should have been a two or a three seed, but they ended up as a four especially getting to the Big 12 Championship and uh, Texas being a three. but and West Virginia being a three as well. Yeah, yeah West Virginia days, for so. sure. But, as I said, some you make with your head, some you make with the heart. I go to grad school currently at Liberty University. Go Flames.
2: Um, I'm going go to go Katie Cunningham. Like I said, I think Oklahoma State is too good to be too good to lose to Liberty. I'd probably eat my words come Friday and Saturday. But Kate Cunningham, like I said, probably going to be the number one or number two pick in the NBA draft. So give me Oklahoma State. Just
3: a heads up real quick. Liberty only allows 60 points, and uh, Oklahoma State allows 73. I know they play in a better conference, but something to note.
1: Did Kate Cunningham could put 60 on, on them That's by true. himself. That's
3: true. Cade That's true. True. Cunningham's yeah. a, a dude. Yeah.
0: Next matchup, San Diego State against Syracuse, 6-11. I went with the the San Diego State Spartans? Uh, Aztecs. Aztecs. San Diego State Aztecs over the Orange. I think Bayheim. I really think that he's just lost and winds up on the sideline most of the nights. I I think that his time should have been over a little bit ago. Um, So I'm going with the Aztecs over the Orange.
1: This is my favorite first-round matchup. Here's why. Um, Besides the GCU one, just because I like to give you guys some crap. (laughs) But um, uh, San Diego State last year, when they didn't have the tournament, was supposed to be a number one seed. So they got returned, pretty much everybody minus one of their key players. They just won the Mountain West Conference. They're riding on the high. Um, and then they're playing against a veteran coach who, if you're not ready for the 2-3 defense of Syracuse and uh, Bayheim uh, and honestly his son Buddy Beheim, who's been balling. Um, I like the Aztecs just because I think that they're one of these sleeper teams that could Definitely caused some noise. A six seed sitting pretty. Um, Syracuse, tough loss against Virginia in the ACC championship game on a buzzer beater. I think it took some wind out of their sails. I like the Aztecs.
3: I like the Aztecs as well. I knew Jeremy picked them because he almost went to school there. But um, <laughs> they only uh, give up 60 points a game, which is pretty good. The 2-3 makes me a little nervous, but give me some San Diego State. I'm,
2: I'm going to go with Syracuse here. Like I said, Buddy mm-hmm. Bo- Buddy Bayheim is it? Bayham's son or is a grandson? Son. Son. Either way, I think he. I think he's going to come out big. What they showed against Virginia, I think, is enough for them to take over. I think San Diego State had their chance last year. It's unfortunate what happened, uh, but San Diego State, I don't think, has has the juice to do it again. So I'm going to go with Syracuse.
0: Last few matchups here in the first round, and then we'll start getting into more rapid fire throughout the rest of the the bracket. West Virginia, Moorhead State, three verse fourteen. I went with the Mountaineers. Um, over over Moorhead State, I don't think that this is. Uh, I don't know anything about Moorhead State to say that they'd be able to make an upset. Um, West
1: Virginia coach Bob Huggins, the goat, one of the like veterans when it comes to him and Beheim, honestly, and Coach K are like really high up in wins. Um, there's one thing about the tournament, and it's you pray that you don't play against um, Bob Huggins in the tournament. They're a nasty team. Um, I played against one of their their uh, kids at a camp, Jordan McCabe, absolute baller. Um, I am rolling with the Mountaineers in a
3: blowout. I am picking the Mountaineers as well, partly because Moorhead State was one of those teams ranked ahead of GCU, so F them.
2: Yeah, Morehead <laughs> State kick rocks. Give West Virginia here as well.
3: All right, next matchup, Clemson, Rutgers. I went with
0: the Tigers. Another team that doesn't look right on a basketball court, but <laughs> yeah, there, the you orange go.
2: jerseys do not look good.
0: Orange and purple, no, no, not ever a good idea. Not ever a good idea. I'm going Clemson over Rutgers um, in that matchup.
1: Um, I'm going with the Big Ten on this. Uh, Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr. for Rutgers, hot team. I know they absolutely just demoralized my Indiana Hoosiers in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. Not to mention they also beat us two times in the regular season, so we went zero and three to against Rutgers this year. Um, Clemson, the uh, dec- hot start, really good at the beginning of the season, and then they declined as the season went on. Um, so there's, there's games where they didn't even look like they could shoot the ball and score. So uh, I think that's one of them, and I like Rutgers.
3: This one's kind of a coin flip for me, but um, as of right now, I might make a change before Thursday, but I'm going with uh, Clemson. And Trevor Lawrence is going to get buckets on Thursday or Friday. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence. Dabo the coach. Bucket getter. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm going to go Clemson as well. Jeremy's picking Rutgers because he's salty that his team sucks. And That's that Rutgers, an Rutgers kicked the hell out of them. Yeah. And so, uh, Clemson, like I said, Clemson had the hot starts of the year. They got COVID tracing, I believe, twice. So, that kind of derailed their season yeah, a little bit. That. But I think if they get hot at the right time, they can make some noise. Jeremy Clemson. All right. That's that's Clemson for three out of the four of us, three out of
1: four. Yeah. Oh, I'm the I'm on the island. on On Rutgers. Rutgers, and uh, I own a baby.
0: Next matchup, last matchup of the first round: Houston and Cleveland State. Houston was the AAC champion, and I have them going pretty far. So I just have the Cougars over Cleveland State for that one. Uh,
1: My grandparents, uh, my mom's side, are actually Cleveland State alums. Don't do it to them. But too much Houston. Okay. And. Shout out to Calvin Sampson, head coach of Houston, who's returning to Assembly Hall after he demoralized Indiana's program. Thank you, Calvin Sampson.
3: I mean, this is the two seed I was hoping GCU would play, but um, I like Houston as well. I'm going to pick them, and I like that they're a non-power five.
2: Yeah, it's it's cool to see those non-power fives in the number one and number two seeds, such as Gonzaga, Houston, all those. Give me Houston as well um, in the first round.
0: There you go. That's the entire first round that we just went through. Uh-huh. Perfect
1: bracket from Jeremy. First round. We'll see, we'll
2: see Jeremy. Hopefully. We'll see. I own a baby.
0: We'll, out, we'll already have the play-in games done, so we'll already know who's, who's smart and who's, who's not doing well. Let's go ahead. We'll take a quick break here from some of our partners on the Unhinged Sports Network. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about some of the matchups that we have moving forward and then break down the final four that's coming up here on the far end of the bench on the Unhinged Sports Network. Benchwarmers, thank you guys for listening to the Unhinged Sports Network. And we wanted to talk about Fanatics once again. Our oldest partner, our very first partner on the Unhinged Sports Network. You can still use their link in our bio and make your purchase because there's new jerseys coming out on that site. And and not just jerseys and shirts, it's anything merchandise-wise. Uh, all of the podcasts on the Unhinged Sports Network talk about it at FEO TV pod to find the link in our bio and use that to buy your shirt. They got promo codes every single day. Um, great, great deals. Great content. Great, great merchandise that you can get. Nico, what are some of the things that they can find on the Fanatics website through our link that they can buy?
2: Well, I mean, it's it's March, it's April, man, we have lots of good stuff coming, but the best time of March is the conference tournaments for college basketball and all those beautiful warm-ups that they use throughout the tournament. If you see a dude losing his mind on the bench with a sick warm-up, uh, through, while you're watching the tournament, go to use the Fanatics ad. Go get you one of the warm ups from those universities and go get support your favorite teams. Because all those just sick warm ups, like I said, sick jerseys, whatever it may be, lots of good stuff. And the All Star game just happened. NBA All Star game happened. Go get you a Nicole Jokic jersey. I'm not sure what the color looks like right now because we're recording before, but go get you Nicole Jokic jersey. Go get you. Excuse me, all-star warm-ups. I got an all-star warm-up jacket. All Fanatics. Go use But you have to use that link. Make sure you use that link.
0: Yeah, Fanatics, the best place for a sports fan. Get all your different merchandise that you need. Link in our bio at F-E-O-T-B pod. Help out the Unhinged Sports Network and support your favorite team. All right, welcome back to the bonus March Madness episode of the Far End of the Bench podcast. Madness, Jimmy. I said madness. I I caught myself. I I caught myself. Uh, I'm not like autocorrect. I won't change it, what it's not supposed to be. But we have a couple special guests, Jeremy Fear, who's been on before, and Jonah Starr making his first appearance. And we went through the entire first round, made our picks, and now based off of those picks, we have all different matchups. We're just going to quickly touch on the matchups that we have for the rest of the tournament. And we're starting in the Midwest, which is where we finished our first half of the episode, so be sure to check that out if you missed it live on the Unhinged Sports Network. But we'll start with Houston. My my matchup for the bottom of the Midwest is Houston and Clemson, the 7-2 and two, um, for that one. I have West Virginia, San Diego State, Oklahoma State, Tennessee, and then Illinois, Loyola, Chicago. So 4-5, uh, 6-3, a 7-2, and then a 1 and an 8. Um, not necessarily all chalk, but I think that there could be some, some fun basketball played if that was the way that it played out.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point, Jimmy. Um, yeah, I pretty much have pretty much exactly what you have, minus think Georgia Tech and and Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of things. I would love to see an Illinois versus Oklahoma State matchup in the Sweet 16. I think that'd be a really inter- entertaining matchup. Uh, the San Diego State versus West Virginia, another entertaining matchup that I would love to see. Um, I think West Virginia. I have them in my bracket going to the, to the Elite Eight. Um, I just think that Bob Huggins is flying under the radar, and my boy the Mountaineers. Um, and I just I'm, I I really like this bracket. I think Illinois has an express toll like Ohio State to at least the Sweet 16, um, and then from there we'll figure it out. But um, yeah, Jimmy, good points. I mean, minus the Clemson and the uh, Loyal Chicago. Um, if Loyal Chicago ended up beating Illinois, that would be a story to tell. Sister Jean would be. Ecstatic. Yeah,
2: party up there. Yeah. Boy, oh. The
0: Midwest has some pretty good second-round matchups. Jonah, of your Midwest matchups, which ones are you looking most forward to?
3: I am looking forward most towards, honestly, San Diego State versus West Virginia. I think San Diego, San, San Diego State plays great defense, and um, the Mountaineers are coming, off, coming from a good conference, and they've played a great overall year. Some may have said they've overhyped, but give me some Aztecs.
2: For me, my favorite matchup I think that's going to happen in the second round will be Illinois-George Tech. I think that game will be nitty-gritty. That's old school bas- fashion basketball you'll see night in, night out for the whole 40 minutes. That's my game that I'm going to look my eyes on. Um, when it comes to those, I'm going to pick Illinois. I think Illinois is, a da- is an Elite 18. When it comes to Tennessee-Oklahoma State, my matchup there, Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham, way too much, way too hard pick against him there. Uh, For me, the next one after that, I have Syracuse, West Virginia. Jeremy hit the nail on the head. Bob Huggins, West Virginia. They get rolling at the right time. Watch out. Take me home. And then finally, I have an upset. I have... Clemson beating Houston. Oh, come on. I think Houston is overrated. Oh, I hear come me? I think Houston, on. I think Houston is slightly overrated. Clemson. And I think they get put on upset watch and lose to Clemson. I think Clemson is is on the right track. They, they're slowly getting things together. Uh, Houston just worries me a lot because they're inexperienced in the tournament. Oh so I'm going go to go Clemson. West Virginia, Illinois, Oklahoma State, and my uh, elite or my sweet six. Jimmy, Jimmy can I hit hit
3: him with something real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Nick, you know I've been preaching about this BPA again for the listeners. Basketball Power Index. Um, the past three championship winners have been in the top three for the BPI, and Houston. Is number three. So the BPI don't lie.
2: I may change that. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jimmy. Can you
1: put in like blasphemous by a, Stephen they're A. Not, Smith? They're, right, right they're not like, a lead eight team In between me, what Nico just said.
2: They're not an elite eight team though. But I may go back on this pick, but they're not a lead eight team for me. Who, Clemson? No, no. Houston. Houston. Houston's not a lead eight team to me. I agree. But I could change that and make them a three sixteen team. I agree with not you a on lead that. Eight team. Okay. The AAC
0: conference as a whole might be a football conference. That's, that's true. That's true. They're always fun to watch. They're a
1: wild card. Them and the Big East are the biggest wild card conferences as far as trying to figure out what kind of talent. Because there's teams in there that are hot, and there's teams in there that are, were really good to start and are declining. So I agree. But Clemson, come on, Meek. I don't
2: know. They get well, hot at the right time, Jeremy.
3: You're right. You're right. Well, you... the same football. That's fair.
0: fair. Moving to the next region, the, the round of 32 for the South – my matchups are Baylor-North Carolina, Villanova-Purdue, Texas Tech-Arkansas, and Virginia Tech-Ohio State. Um, and of those, the, the games that are kind of a toss-up, I think the Arkansas-Texas Tech game might be a little bit of a toss-up, but I think Texas Tech's not going to be as well coached. I, I really like that. I think it's muscle something, must, yes. must, tra- must train or something must on train, for yeah. Arkansas um and then baylor north carolina might be an interesting matchup for that one just because it's almost it's a blue blood getting beat by a non-traditional power so that that would be an interesting matchup those are the two that i'm kind of looking forward to
1: jimmy i cannot believe you say texas tech i'm so high in texas tech chris beard is their coach um they have a lot of talent they have mac mcclung who i'm absolutely so high on um as far as um kind of going to the top of the bracket. Um, I think Baylor's got a pretty easy road to the Sweet 16. Maybe may, – it de- depends who they get. I think if Baylor gets North Carolina second round, I think that's a bloodbath. I think it'll be uh, – Baylor will kill them. It's going to be at Wisconsin. It's going to be a tough game. Um, I will say Baylor, if they do advance, I have them playing Purdue. And um, I have Baylor really going to the lead. It. I think they're, they're too tough. But then again, then it just gives me the flashbacks at Georgia State when they were a three seed and that that coach fell off the seat. When they hit the game winner on the his Baylor son, game, R.J. R- 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 R-
3: J-
2: Hunter, Hunter, I think. R- Hunter, yeah. So
1: I, I, you know, again, here I, I am rolling with the with the Bears again, and I can't wait to get my heart ripped out again. Um, I I have Baylor, um, Baylor, Purdue in the Sweet 16, and then I have Ohio State and Texas Tech in my
3: Sweet 16. Baylor and Ohio State playing each other in lead Eight. I like a lot of what Jeremy just said there. Um, I got Ohio State in as well as long as well as Texas Tech, Arkansas. Uh, kind of makes me nervous because I love me some Moses Moody. Uh, but Mac McClung, Chris Beard, good stuff. And I actually got Winthrop beating Purdue. Purdue sucks. Purdue suck, but they're tough. They're, they're, they're tall, tough. they're Big Ten, but they make me nervous as far as March Madness. But as far as Baylor versus North Carolina, Wisconsin, I would be kind of upset if I was Baylor, honestly, because those are two um, maybe not so good teams this year, but... Historically good teams in Wisconsin, like I said earlier, just got a lot of veterans.
2: Oh, I think Baylor got kind of hoed a little bit. I think Agreed. I think the best 8-9 teams are in Baylor's conference, or excuse me, bra- or bracket Session. or section. Um, but I, I will take Baylor. I, th- I have Baylor, North Carolina, Villanova, Purdue, Texas Tech, Arkansas, then Ohio State, Florida. I'm going to go with Ohio State. Like I said, Ohio State, I think they, they, they showed a lot in the Big Ten. I'm going go with Texas Tech as well. Texas Tech, like I said, I think Mac McClung is a lot for them. I think they, they make a Cinderella run a little bit. I'm gonna go with Villanova to beat Purdue because I think the coaching aspect of Jay Wright, his, his experience in the tournament, making D. Bruns, Yes, without Gillespie, I think that hurts him a little bit. But I still think Villanova can get over the hump and get to the speed 16. And then, like I said, I'll take Baylor over North Carolina. I think that'll be a bloodbath. I, I think that Baylor, Wisconsin, or Baylor, North Carolina could be one of the best second-round matchups we have.
1: I think the one thing that I, you know, I'm looking at this bracket kind of from a, you know the big picture now, honestly, I think, I don't know about you guys, but I think the South might be the toughest region. That that's the Baylor Baylor's region. Um, I think they have. I think there's a potential for. Uh, th- hear me out for a second. Wisconsin, Villanova, Purdue, Tech, and Ohio State to all make the Elite Eight.
2: I think this the South region is the best chance we have for a. Non one or two seed okay. to make a deep run. I'm with or you be on a that. Final fourteen. I'm with you on that.
3: I actually like. I think the West has a lot of talent. You got Gonzaga. You got Iowa. Even though the Lopes are going to beat Iowa, <laughs> and then you got Jayhawks who played well. They were the two seed in their conference attorney in Virginia, who didn't finish their tournament, but they were uh, well played well. Right
1: I don't know. I it, it, good point, Jonah. I think look. I mean, it's March Madness. There, it's meant to be hard. So I mean, you you could totally be right. Kansas could get really hot at the right time, and they could, you know, beat your your Zags. True.
0: That's going to be – I mean, we can move now to the to the Western bracket and, and talk about the round of 32 for the West. I have Gonzaga, Oklahoma, Creighton, Virginia, USC, Kansas, VCU, Iowa, and I have Iowa beating VCU, Kansas beating USC, Virginia beating Creighton, and then Gonzaga beating Oklahoma. I don't think that's as close of a, a game as – some people might I think I'm really impressed with Gonzaga and I have some really good friends the guys that got me into radio and broadcasting all went to grad school at Gonzaga so I'll give them I'll show them some love I'm going with the Bulldogs uh the Bulldogs are going to continue to pop up in my bracket those are those are my uh round of 32 matchups for the west
1: yeah I mean I I think the the storyline of this of this um west region is is the Zags they've beaten the 2 seed the 3 seed and the 4 seed um in the regular season um, I, I there's going to be look, there's gonna be a lot of good games. I think the potential of Gonzaga, Virginia in the Sweet 16 is a really good matchup. I love sorry, Nico and Jonah. I love the matchup of Iowa and Kansas in the Sweet 16. That could be a good potential. Also, um, I wouldn't be surprised if a team like VCU or, or Wichita State um, made a run made a run to the Sweet 16, maybe may even a run to the Elite eight. Um, like I said, it's just gonna come down to um and unfortunately with the whole COVID thing, it's gonna come down to which teams are gonna be fully healthy. If Virginia's fully healthy, I think they they have a shot of making the final four. But if they're not healthy, I think that they're 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 toast.
3: This one's kind of interesting, like I talked about in that first round where Virginia and KU were both on that COVID and it's interesting, they're in their same quadrant. But I think I'm all chalk here. OU's been good all year, but I'm gonna go Zags over OU, Virginia over UC. Santa Barbara, and then I'm going to go Rock Chalk. And this is where I kind of get in trouble. I picked my Lopes over Iowa, and then I got Oregon. So am I going to pick the Lopes over Oregon, which I would want to do? Got to do it. I got to do it, but I'm going to go with Oregon just because if I pick GCU and then they lose, I'm not going to fall too, too far behind. If,
2: if, we, if we beat Iowa – I think we beat oh, Oregon. 100 percent. Or, or well, that's what 30
1: Florida Gulf Coast did against Georgetown, and they beat them. They beat Georgetown out of the gun, and then they won their second game. So if they're if they're gonna beat them, I think they have. This would be the time yeah. for George for Grand Canyon. I to guess. Beat
3: them. I guess I'm just choosing Oregon just because in case GCU happens Both to slip the, up, your bracket's not screwed. Yeah, I don't. I don't get burned by too many. That's fair
2: for me. Like I said, I have Gonzaga, Oklahoma, like most you do. at Gonzaga, easy. UCSB, Virginia, lenient chance. Virginia there. I got an upset, though. I have USC beating Kansas. Mm. Kansas worries me a lot with those players not being able to travel right away and getting through those protocols. That worries me so much. I, It's very hard for me to – because I like Kansas a lot. I think Kansas has got a great program top to bottom, one of the best – in the country for the longest time. But USC, the Mobley Twins, of what I saw in the Pac-12 Conference Tournament, USC is a team that I think it's sleeped on a little bit. Mm. And they could make a run to the Sweet 16. And then the bottom, I I'm, I have Iowa v, VCU. I, wish, I hope GCU is there, but Iowa is going to be too much to handle. I think Iowa makes a deep run here too. 14 and a half,
0: hammer it. All right, Under. The last region for the round of 32, the East Michigan uh, St. Bonaventure for me, Colorado, Florida State, BYU, Texas, and Maryland, Alabama. Uh, I have Alabama beating Maryland in the 2-10 matchup, Texas beating BYU in the 3-6, Colorado beating Florida State in the 5-4. Yeah, that's right. I said that, Jim. All right, Jamie. I, I love was, it. I said so that, Jim. I love it. Uh, Michigan beating St. Bonaventure. I think Bonaventure can win their first round matchup, but I don't think they have enough to overcome Michigan. So those are that's how I see the round of 32 for the East going.
1: Some good picks there, Jimmy. Um, obviously, I did the hot take here. I'll start from the bottom. I have Iona beating Alabama, which um, you guys can rip me on Twitter about that if that if that does not hit. Which What's your at um, at fear on Twitter? What's, what's your burner <laughs> uh, account, Jerry? I don't have a burner account. I never <laughs> told you about that. Um, anyway, um, the potential for the Florida State Michigan matchup. Look. Florida state's going to kill UNC Greensboro and they're going to kill whoever Georgetown and, and Colorado. Sorry to all the CU fans out there. Uh, Florida state's just too much. The Florida state Michigan game in the sweet 16 is going to be must watch TV. Um, and then honestly, again, I'm going with America. I just can't see or not, not a good route for Texas. Um, and I, I have Texas and Florida State in my Elite Eight. Um, Texas playing Maryland.
3: We're just doing
2: oh, we ain't getting that far, Jerry. We have far time. Ahead, we're ahead. just round of 32. He can see his whole bracket. I
3: only see sections. Oh,
1: well, book. sorry. Sorry to ruin it, folks, for you. But if anybody else is not picking Michigan, Florida State, or Texas, you're a dummy. Jonah?
3: I'm not a dummy. But if I were Michigan, I'd be a little scared of LSU. I know we talked about it earlier. But LSU, if they have it turned on, man, they play some really good defense. And they can play. I'd be scared. But I'm still picking Michigan. And then I'm going to go Florida State over my Buffs. I'm sorry, Buffs. At least you got one in. And then I'm going the Longhorns. I like how the Longhorns finish the year. think they stay hot. And then I really like Bama.
2: Yeah, I went, I went Michigan as well over LSU. I think Florida State is going to be too much to handle for either Georgetown or CU. I have Georgetown there for me. And then I have Texas taking down Michigan State or UCLA there as well. In um, the bottom half, Alabama. Like I said, I think... Florida State kind of got screwed over because, look, they're they they were they're a damn good team, and being a 4 C two I think they're another team that could have been a 3-seed. Uh, but having a 4-seed, that may be some trouble toward Michigan later on. But I do like Florida State and Michigan um, in my elite eight. Wow, I'm the only one going
0: buffs over Florida State, huh? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sweet 16, next round. Going back to the West, I have Gonzaga beating Virginia and Iowa beating Kansas in this round. Um and and that's I I think that's pretty
3: straightforward. It's pretty chalk.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Jimmy. I am exactly what you just said. Uh, Iowa and in Gonzaga in my elite eight.
3: Elite eights here. I'm gonna go with your Sweet Sixteen. Not- oh, ju- Sweet Sixteen. Not- not- j- Jimmy yeah. threw me off a little bit. I'm sorry.
1: No, Jimmy, well Jimmy and I both had the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. What
0: would you have We had we had we had Gonzaga beating yep. Virginia and Iowa beating Kansas. You can't. Oh, I, I can't do you, that. So, I, so I got Gonzaga
3: round. beating Virginia. I think that's going to be a great game. Um Virginia's played well all year, but uh Gonzaga's been untouched. And then I'm going to go Rock Chalk over Oregon. Um I'm banking You're so on are so high on Oregon, Oregon. If man. It's,
0: if it's Rock Chalk over Oregon, yeah, easy. <laughs>
3: But then,
1: again, but then again, you're so worried about the Kansas. Which Kansas team is going to show that's up? That's true. I'm banking the COVID on it. Kansas, or are they going to be the pre-Kansas pre-Kan- team that's played well all year in the conference?
3: Come that's on, Kansas. That, I need the good that, one. That's fair. I have Gonzaga
2: over Virginia. Easy. Like I said, number one team in the country. Virginia is not it. You said they're easy. Not, they're not They're not, not. easy, but they're not where they should be. And then I have Iowa over USC. Like I said, Iowa, I hope they lose in the first round, but they – they're a team that worries me so much. I think the Iowa Gonzaga matchup is going to be must
3: watch. So you're all chalk one and two.
2: Yeah, one and two.
0: Uh, next next region East region Michigan Colorado. I have Michigan beating CU. Sorry CU. I think a Sweet 16 run is probably a little bit overperforming honestly with the season that they've had. Um, so I have Michigan beating the Buffs and then Texas beating Alabama in the other East matchup. So I have a one three for my in my elite eight, but uh, Jeremy, what are you
1: got? I spilled the beans earlier, but I'll, I'll just say to reiterate it, um, I have my upset again of Iona, baby, roll gales. Mm. Um, I think Maryland's going to make a little run to the Sweet 16. They got a good coach, um, and all the pieces are there. They have great guard play, and if they guard hard, they'll make a run to the Sweet 16. I have Michigan, Florida State, pretty pretty easy there. Um, and then I have Jeremy, Texas and Maryland. We're
2: picking, oh, yeah. we're picking between your Elite 8s. What do you mean? Who's your elite? Who you're picking for your elite eight teams?
0: What? No, we're on the sweet sixteen. We're on the sweet sixteen, dummy. Oh, sweet sixteen. Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, he, gets, he gets, gets the, the dummy, dummy button. You're picking. Who Editor, you cut going this, to this out. Okay. Okay. okay, I, I yeah. had no, no.
1: I didn't say anything about my okay. elite eight. I said my sweet sixteen teams are Michigan against Florida you State ain't the ball, and the ball Texas and together. Maryland. Next Maryland year. backup yeah. wingman over there.
3: I am all sorts of confused here on where we're at. I am but too, sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. Uh, East region. So I got Michigan versus Florida State. Is that the is That's what I have. That's the right. That's the right region. There you am go. I, am I supposed to say who, who I got? Winning? Who you? Who do you have? winning? I got now. Florida State mm-hmm. here. I don't. I don't think all four one seeds are going to go all the way. So I like Florida State. Like the way they play. I think Michigan's upset. I think they're the most vulnerable out of all four one seeds. And then I'm going to get my Bama roll tide over Texas. This was a tough one for me, but um, I'm going Bama.
2: I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Jonah here. I'm going Florida State to beat Michigan. Um, right on. Like I said, I think mean, without livers, Michigan is hurting a lot. Yep. Uh, Florida State is, I think, hitting at the right time. They just ran into a buzzsaw in Georgia Tech in the ACC championship. So I'm going Florida State. And in the bottom half, I'm going Texas to beat Alabama. Because Texas is battle-tested. Alabama has a weaker conference. Alabama, I think it, their, their hot streak has come to an end. And Texas is just rolling at the right time. So give me Texas and Florida State in my Elite Eight.
0: All right, next region, south region, Baylor and Villanova. For me, I have Baylor beating Villanova, then Arkansas, Ohio State. I have Arkansas upsetting Ohio State. Mm. Arkansas
2: makes a little bit of a run there. Jimmy's all aboard the Arkansas coach train. Well, they were on part Moses of my take. Moses Moody.
0: That's all I got to say. They were on part of my take. I listened to him for two hours, and that's that's all it took. Um, that's, that's who I have for the south in Sweet 16.
1: Um, my sweet, sweet 16 matchup is going to be um, Baylor and Purdue. Uh, I think Baylor Baylor cruises through the first round they have they stumble but they they survive against Wisconsin Um, and then they have a tough matchup against Purdue Um, and then my other section um, is uh, I have Texas Tech Mac McClung Chris Beard uh, veteran coach against um, Chris Holtman and the hot Buckeyes who just lost a tough game against Illinois in the Big Ten championship Um, I I I know how Jimmy's high in Arkansas. Again, these SEC teams, it's like AAU ball. Um, they, you know, Big Ten, you know, grind them out. And, and, you know, I was watching Arkansas. They turn over the ball, you know, throwing the ball out of bounds, almost hit somebody in the head on the court. Uh, you know, just I, I don't like Arkansas. Um, That's why I
0: like them because I could play for them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, Arkansas has has, I, has that I use number um, in the past. So, for that reason, I'm going with the Buckeyes and um, Baylor in my
2: Elite Eight.
3: Well, you know Jerry's going to go with Ohio State. He loves Ohio State. So I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go with TT, Texas Ooh, Tech, over okay, Ohio State. Uh-huh. Um, I like I like their experience. They've been to the Final Four recently. Um, everybody's talked about Mackleclon. There doesn't need to be more about that. Um, but I also agree with what Jeremy said about Baylor. If they can survive that 8-9 matchup, whoever they play, between Wisconsin and North Carolina, um, I like their chances of moving on and uh, facing Texas Tech.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Jeremy here. I got Baylor, Ohio State too. Ohio State versus Texas Tech there. I think that's going to be a really fun game. I think Ohio State is just more battle-tested. I think Texas Tech has run into a few, few faults here and there. Um, and then when it comes to Villanova, Villanova, I think their run ends there. They're, 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 they're a well-coached team, but I think Baylor just has the talent more to take over there and then give me – so give me Baylor, Ohio State, and Miley Day. The
1: one thing I did notice about my bracket here is I'm kind of looking. Um, these Sweet 16 matchups that I have here, and we'll get down to the Midwest region here in a second, um, I'm noticing a lot of Big 10 versus Big 12 it's matchups, true. True. which I think is honestly something that is going to be must-watch TV because it could go either way. I think, you know, who's the best conference? Is the Big 10 the best conference? They obviously have been on paper the best conference. But the Big 12, they, they have some teams that can make a run. So I'm interested to see how that happens in the future.
0: This is how we're making up for not having a tournament last year. Get Big 10 versus Big 12 games. Uh, for the Midwest region, Big 10 versus Big 12, I have Illinois, Oklahoma State. I have Illinois beating Oklahoma State um, and, and moving on. And then West Virginia, Houston. I actually had Houston beating West Virginia, but it could change. I haven't watched any West Virginia basketball. So. BPI, Jimmy.
3: Listen to the BPI. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Jonah, has BPI. Jonah
1: loves the BPI, but the one thing the BPI doesn't take into account is that uh, the choke factor in, 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 in the tournament. Um, again, I will stick by this, and I'm going to continue to stick by this, veteran coaches in the, in the tournament. And Brad Underwood of Illinois, he's going to roll. He's going to beat Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham's season comes to an end against Illinois. Io DeSumo, Kofi Coburn, too hard to, too hard to guard against and, and score against. And then, um, again, Bob Huggins against West Virginia. You'll hear it from me now. West Virginia, West Virginia, West Virginia. I really like where they're at, and I like their coach. So I'm rolling with um, Illinois and West Virginia my Elite Eight.
3: So I am really interested by my matchup. I have San Diego State versus Houston down there. And San Diego State can shoot at A, and they got great defense. They play – they're always in help side. They're always active. So that can kind of concern me. But you know I talked about my BPI. I'm going to go Houston. And then, as Jeremy just said, you just listed a great a lot of great factors. I'm not going to repeat it for you. Uh, but I'm going to go with the fighting Illini.
2: Yeah, for me, I got Illinois, West Virginia, as well as Jeremy. Um, West Virginia, like I said, Bob Huggins, great coach, um, great program. I think they, they ran into some hiccups in the Big 12 tournament. Um, having to face Baylor at the end of the year, that kind of hurt them. But we saw what Virgi- West Virginia can be at full strength. And I think they're getting hot at the right time. I have West Virginia versus Clemson. I think either if it's Clemson or Houston, I still think West Virginia gets past them. Illinois, Oklahoma State, man, look, Kate Cunningham, good run, have fun in Oklahoma City next year, or have fun in Minnesota, wherever you get drafted. You mean Detroit? Detroit, that, that too. But I hope he doesn't get rot in detroit good lord but I'm like getting, jeremy g- grant give me, me illinois and west virginia
1: <laughs> nuggets fans love jeremy grant
0: there's a sweet 16 so now moving on to the elite eight i'll just mention all four games for this one that i have gonzaga iowa michigan texas baylor arkansas illinois houston i have gonzaga beating the hawkeyes michigan beating the longhorns baylor beating the razorbacks and then illinois beating houston uh jeremy what do you have for the elite eight the Elite Eight
1: for the winners going to the Final Four. I have um – we're going to go – which bracket are we doing? I did West. Oh, you did all of them? Okay, I'll start in the South. Um, uh, I know, I know. You guys are going to rip on me for this one, but I have the Buckeyes. I know, I know. Didn't Buckeyes coming. Buckeyes. Coming. Buckeyes. Shocked. Buckeyes. Shocked. Um, And then I have a rematch of the Big Ten Championship. Buckeyes versus the Illinois uh, line-eye. And then in the other side of the bracket, I have the Zags against Florida State. Um, But stay tuned for what I'm about to tell you about the NAS championship.
3: You know, I've noticed a lot of one and two seeds getting down to the Elite Eight um, here from all of our hosts here at the far end of the bench. Um, But as I told you earlier, my BPI stat, the top three teams. Give me the top three teams in the the BPI. The top three teams in the BPI this year are Gonzaga, as you probably guess, Baylor, and our boys Houston. So with that being said – I have the Zags rolling over Kansas. I have Bama beating Florida State. How I really that? like Herb- I really like Herbert Jones and the way he's defense playing. Bama, year. I
1: got them up. Gone first round, baby. Yeah. They're packed their bags early. They're
3: getting ready for football season. Yeah. That's true. They're going to be national champs on the football field. And what? Maybe ma- national champs oh, on basketball? Please no. But, please no. <laughs> uh, God, they Herbert Jones, you go. hey, they, they can score. They got great defense and coach of the year. A lot of good awards there. And my BPI Baylor uh, Scott Drew got his team rolling. Uh, they kind of stumbled the, after their COVID break. I'm hoping they keep going. Over, uh, I got Baylor over Texas Tech, and finally, uh, Illinois beat my Houston Cougars. So
2: you went away from your BPI. Two out of
3: three. Two out of three. Okay, I, I was gonna, gonna to say you went away from your Illinois BPI is a different different animal. Okay,
2: for me, I have I have Baylor, Ohio State. I pick a Baylor. Like I said, Baylor hitting their stride at the right time. I think Baylor is a tough team for Ohio State to beat. My Favorite matchup in the lead eight if it gets there. I don't want it to get there, but if it gets there, Gonzaga Iowa. I Mm. think that will be a barn burner because I think I think Gonzaga doesn't have the the may not have the dogs to match up against Luca Garza. They have the guard play to match up with Iowa's guard play, but I'm gonna take Gonzaga just because Gonzaga is a little more experienced. That'd be their
0: first tough matchup of the tournament too. They'd be pretty well rested. I I I will
1: say this, Nico. If you do like the way Iowa plays, the one team that plays very similar to Iowa is Wisconsin. It's true. They have veteran guards, and they have a good good, good bigs, yeah. Reavers and Potter. So if you're high on Iowa, look out second round for, for Wisconsin yeah. versus Baylor I, I if that goes have there. I
2: have that, my upset bracket yeah. and have Wisconsin beating Baylor along those lines. So I'm, yeah, ju- I'm just saying. That, that's fair. I'm going to go with Gonzaga to beat Iowa. Then my bottom half, I have Florida State and Texas. I'm going to go Florida State. Mm. I think Florida State, they're hitting the stride at the right time. Um, they have some dogs over there. They got they got good guard play, good big men play. So I think Florida State gets a run to the final four. And then Illinois, West Virginia. Illinois is way too much. Give me Illinois. All right,
0: there's the Elite Eights. So now we're down to the final four. Oh, uh, man. And we are going to have – all right now we're, we're into the final four and we all have different kinds of matchups so we'll we'll briefly mention the matchups for the final four and then we'll talk about our championship game in depth. I have on the east-west side Michigan Gonzaga two number one seeds uh, and I have Gonzaga beating the big blue I, I think you know Gonzaga hasn't been touched in two years, haven't been beaten in two years so I think the team I'm, I'm kind of going to prove it if you can beat them beat them I'm, they're putting into my championship game And then for the South and Midwest Baylor, Illinois, another battle of one seeds I picked Baylor I, I don't know what it is I, it, That one was kind of just I looked at the matchup for a while And I was like I can't think of a real reason Why to pick either team So I just went with Baylor just because um, But I think that would be If that ends up being one of the final four matchups I don't know how good of a game Gonzaga-Michigan would be Especially with injuries But the Baylor-Illinois matchup Might be one of the top of the of the tournament
1: Um, to all good points by Jimmy, I'm surprised you're doing all number one
0: seeds. That's pretty interesting. I didn't notice that until I was looking at it right now. Yeah.
2: I can't, I don't think, it's been a very, very long time since we had four number one seeds. Four
1: number one seeds, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this, um, all back up. I have, um, to reiterate my final four, I have Buckeyes, Illini, um, Gonzaga, and the Knolls. Um, I just think right now, um, kind of going in for... Into the, both those games, Ohio State versus Illinois, um, that's a Big Ten championship rematch. Um, I think from that game proved to that they're both those teams are battle tested, um, and that's why I'm very confident on both those teams. I'm not as confident on Gonzaga going to the Final Four as I am with Ohio State and Illinois, just because like they they have played those teams in the past in the, in the schedule, the Kansas, the Iowa, stuff like that. But, again, it's a different, you know, it's March. It's, you know, a whole different team, whole you know, injuries. You know, what happens if Jalen Suggs goes down? Um, What happens, you know, it changes the whole dynamic. COVID, COVID, yeah. So, um, I have, right now I have Illinois in my national championship game. Um, I just think they have, they're a complete team. They have a great coach. They have multiple ways to score the ball. They can score on three different levels in the paint. In the mid range and on the three line, um, and then on my other other side, I have Gonzaga against the Noles of Florida State. Um, I think Gonzaga is not battle tested enough. Um, I think they go through pretty much pretty easily all the way up to about Iowa game, which I agree with Nico is going to be a tough game. Um, and then I and then I have Florida State um, beating Gonzaga and going to the last championship game. They can, again they can score on all three levels. You got to look for teams that have good coaches and they can score on all three levels and play good defense. The only he, uh, Achilles heel to Florida State is if they can keep the ball and not turn it over, I think that they have a really, really good chance of going to the Final Four, and now's
3: championship game.
0: Jeremy's going to be Jim's new favorite. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. shout-out Jim.
3: Um, I also have three out of four one seeds in my Final Four. I have Gonzaga versus Alabama, and then I have Baylor versus Illinois. And I say that because of how different this year is with the bubble in Indianapolis, with COVID and all the situations – To me, that just spells uh, upsets coming. So um, it makes me a little nervous having three one-seeds, but at the end of the day, I'm going to bank on the best teams playing the best ball at the most important time of the year. Um, So therefore, I'm going to go with Jalen Suggs and Drew Timmy and Corey Kispert and Gonzaga to beat Alabama. And I really like Jared Butler, uh, but I think um, Kofi Coburn, and uh, how do you say his name? Ayo? Ayo DeSumo. Ayo DeSumo. Or too much for Baylor to handle that
2: though. I'm going to go alongside Jonah here. I have Gonzaga, Florida State. I think Jalen Suggs and Gonzaga are hitting their stride at the right time. I think Gonzaga finally gets – or not finally – gets back to the national championship game. It's been a minute. I think Gonzaga – could this be the year – Finally, I have no idea, but look, Gonzaga has the studs for it. It's not in years past where they have a good team. They finally have a star. Jalen Suggs is a star. He is going to be a stud when it comes to the NBA as well. For that reason, I give Gonzaga a slight edge over Florida State. Florida State, I think, is going to give them a run for their money. Don't get me wrong, um, but I'm going to take Gonzaga there. And then on the other side, Illinois Baylor. Jared Butler from Baylor is a stud. I think he, he's going to, he's a he's a guy that could make a lot of be a big-time player in this tournament. But Illinois, man, I cannot pick against them because what I've seen, what I saw in the Big Ten tournament and what I saw them during the regular season between Kofi Coburn, and Ayo Desumanu, the list goes on and on. That That team, I think, is one of the most... Well-rounded teams. We'll see. We've seen this year. For that reason, give me Illinois versus Gonzaga.
1: The one thing that I will say about Illinois that I for, totally forgot to mention: um, they have Andre Corbello, okay. who was the little one guard, that number one freshman. guard that he was yep. running around all over the place, uh, freshman of the year.
2: He was a pest in in,
1: in the in the Big Ten. So um, he was a beast. And I will say the one thing that we've totally forgot to mention you know we've been talking for about an hour and 45 about this whole thing and we've been talking about all of our picks and stuff like that we could only have like a stupid Syracuse or somebody make a Final Four run and all of our insights oh. just goes down the wire so totally we spent reasonable. you know we could spend three hours talking and we could analyze every game and talk about an hour for it only to have some stupid 13 seed make a huge run and We yeah, only, like, yeah, only, only have
2: GCU make an elite Eight run
0: yeah I'm, I'm assuming all of us will start hearing some crap once people get to the on demand, and they're watching this like the week after the tournament started, and they're like, What these guys these are idiots, they don't know what's happening. That brings us to the championship matchups. We each have, I think, different championship matchups. Nobody has the same two. Mine is Baylor Gonzaga, and I pick Gonzaga. Uh, that's that's one where I'm picking with my heart, Jonah. Jimmy's that's right, finally baby. Getting I think
2: Gonzaga over the hump.
0: I they are, they're Mark gonna win Jimmy the championship, the they are finally gonna win it. Uh, Brady Christian Marissa, shout out you guys! You guys are all doing great out there in uh, Eastern Washington, and why not? Let's let's have them win March Madness, Bulldogs over the Bears.
1: Jimmy, that's a good pick. I think that's what most of America thinks that it, it is their time to finally win one. Um, I have obviously don't have Gonzaga in my championship game. I have Florida State and Illinois. I could easily see Illinois versus Gonzaga in that in the championship game, um, but I will say I think this year, um, just watching. The Big Ten, every single game, I've watched a lot of games. Again, I have not seen a team that has the it factor, that has a good coach, that can score at every single level. Um, and honestly, if I'm looking at their bracket, you know they really don't play a tough team until potentially Oklahoma State or even the Elite Eight. Um, so I'm going with Illini. It pains me to say another Big Ten team is going to win the championship, but the Big Ten has not won a championship since – Technically, Maryland, who beat Indiana in 2002. Um, so it is due. A Big Ten team is due for a championship, um, and I'm going to put my money and chips all on
3: the Illini. That's a good pick, Jerry. I'm going to go with – I have Gonzaga versus Illinois, and I am going with the Zags, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Um, to me, I, of course, they're undefeated. Uh, we got my BPI stat that I've thrown out multiple times that the number one team in BPI – Jesus. Uh, again, in case BPI. you missed that stat, the top three BPI ranks have won the lot. Whoever's been in the top three BPI has won the championship the last three years. And Zach is number one. I know they play in a week conference, uh, but they haven't been tested all year. They're well-rounded. Jalen Sucks, all the names we talked about. Um, but I got a pop quiz for all my benchers real quick. It's been since 1976 since a team went undefeated and won the national championship. Yeah. Who do you think that team was? Was it, Indiana? it was. It Indiana. was. That's uh, what I was. Th- I was just gonna talk. I even knew yeah. that. I was.
1: I was just. I was actually gonna spring that up. I was like, I can't beat pick Gonzaga because of the Hoosiers in 1976. Um, you're right, Jonah. But it is the Hoosiers.
2: Damn, that's the only claim the that Indiana has these days, huh, Jared? But they uh, have the movie. Remember, true, Gene Hackman that's true, that's true. Yeah. and
1: and the five banners in the chair throwing. You know, oh, so geez. we got some. We got some deal. But um, good pick, Jonah. Good pick.
3: Thank Me, you. Me,
2: I have the same final as Jonah, except I'm gonna go the other direction. I'm going to go Illinois. I think, look, Gonzaga, I think it's going to be Heartbreak City again. Gonzaga, they got to the national championship two or three years ago. And now they out Josh Perkins. Josh Perkins, former uh, one of of Jonah and I's former teammates. Regis Jesuit High School. Uh, But Gonzaga, I think they have the talent, but I think Illinois is just the complete team. I think Illinois top to bottom, like Jeremy said, they have that young freshman guard. AO, Cob- Coburn, not Cockburn, Coburn. <laughs> Coburn, Coburn, and Illinois top to bottom. I think, I think they're hungry. I think you look at teams, I think Gonzaga's a little too complacent because I think Gonzaga's been cakewalked through their conference. They got to their conference championship and barely got past BYU. Mm-hmm. And Illinois has just been hungry and they've been dominating anyone they put in front of them. So for that reason, I'm going Illini to win, to take my national championship. By the
0: time you guys are hearing this, we're probably all Uh, Both Illinois,
2: because we have split Illinois, split Gonzaga. I bet both teams lose in the second round. Probably. We're
0: not (laughs) going to be anywhere near close, but that's two hours on college basketball. I never thought that I would be part of something like that. But Jeremy, Jonah, thank you guys for coming on. This has been a really fun episode, and I know – be sure, go ahead, throw out your Twitter handles or where people can kind of interact with you as, as they continue to go through the tournament and see if you guys got your picks right.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, my uh, Twitter handle is at um on Twitter and on Instagram. But I just want to thank you guys once again for having me on. Always enjoy your guys' segments um, and your guys' podcasts um, leading the way on the Unhinged Network. Um, I absolutely love your guys' content. Um, and I can't wait to come back on in April for the best event of the year. Um, and we will have – I need Jimmy needs to study up this time. Well, it's, on,
0: it's so recent. I, I still remember most of what we talked about last week. Then last there year, we so. go. Then
1: there we go. So you have some more knowledge coming in. And uh, everybody listening out there, enjoy the tournament. Happy March. And uh, hopefully at the end we can all go out to Nico's back patio and throw our brackets in the fire.
2: It's true.
3: Very kind of charming. echo what Jeremy's saying. It's been an honor. Thank you guys for having me on the bench. Uh, it's very warm over here, and I've enjoyed it. Uh, you can find me on Venmo, Jstar5. J- or, or <laughs> Venmo? Uh, okay, LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm, not much on, I'm not on social media too much, but my Instagram handle is JonahIsAStar. Um, two R's. The Two R's, that's right. Underscore. And, uh, I'm just thankful for this, thankful for the opportunity. But uh, let's just soak up this tournament, guys. Uh, it's been a tough year for a lot of people. And uh, like we didn't we didn't get to have it last year, so uh, I'm excited to have it back.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, it's I'm I'm glad we we're able to get you guys on. Like I like I told Jimmy, I was like, we gotta have the March Madness tournament because, like we said, we missed it last year. We had we ha- we had to have this bone episode because we all we, I mean we all know a little bit about basketball, college basketball. We all have our teams. We all have a teams that we either root for or, uh-huh, or like sure. to pick. Yeah. Hey, if you like your Gonzags? You like oh. your Zags? But either way, it's it's a, a lot of fun to do this episode. Be be on the lookout because, like I wrote in my blog a few weeks back, stars are born in March, and I think this is a tournament is going to have, like I said, we didn't have it last year. Hmm. I think we're going to have stars born this year, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Free
1: money Iowa minus fourteen and a half. Hammer it, baby. Hammer
2: it. Covered spread, baby.
0: <laughs> well, for to find the far end of the bench, keep up everything that we're doing at Feotb Pod. All social medias. We are every Wednesday on the Unhinged Sports Network. From 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern is when you can catch us live. And then the bonus episodes uh, normally come out Fridays when we have them. And it's also starting at 1 p.m. Eastern on demand immediately after the ending of those. YouTube clips throughout the week, Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays. And then this week we'll have some bonus clips as well with Jeremy and Jonah. Um, Other than that, follow the network on Twitter at Network Unhinged, Instagram at UnhingedSN. You can listen at unhingedSN.airtime.pro. Read the blogs, daily blog content, unhingedsn.com.
2: If I'll have, I'll have blogs out on Tuesday and th- or yesterday the day is coming out. Or sorry, yesterday the day is coming out on Thursday. the yeah. The episode's coming out Friday, and then on Tuesday there's a college basketball blog out there too. So go check both those out.
0: Lots of great stuff coming from the Unhinged Sports Network and the Far End of the Bench podcast. With that. For this March Mo- March Madness bonus episode, myself, Jimmy Palato, my co host Nico Bryant, our guests Jonas Starr, and Jeremy Fear. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace!
2: Peace. Peace.
3: When the night is cold and lonely, this
0: is a
1: was it the money that made me a savage? Popping them presents, I made it a habit. Told them pictures and serving them addicts. That was exciting to me. I'm so
3: excited to be. Started with nothing, we had to inspire the beat. Out of fits, I'm getting me. I'm getting to it, feel like the man. I got the plan. I call the shooters, they out with the van. Play with the squad, get piled like a sand. Piled like a perk. I'm going here, I'm going crazy. I'm here, we're sticking up for nigga. that music, I got a look
2: I'm in the kitchen, compressing the bird. Take out the nine and I tell if it's got it for 30 to the kid.